0: Looking for some exciting sports talk? Listen to Review and Preview Fridays from 8 to 10 p.m. on The Wave. Join me, Tom Scabetta, alongside my co-host as we discuss all the latest news and hot topics in sports. Want to pitch in your own opinion or question? Call in at 516-299-2030 and take part in our live show. Review and Preview Fridays from 8 to 10 p.m. on The Wave. The sound of LIU.
1: Good evening and welcome to Review and Preview, folks. I'm your host, James Montefusco. joined alongside Kyle Russo, Fonz DeFalco, and Kyle Earhart. You can tune into our show tonight on anchor.fm slash review and preview. Also hit that follow button. Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. I do have the both Kyles in the studio tonight, so Russo is running the board. Earhart is to the left of me, followed by Fonz. We are in a different studio tonight, kind of like the setup a little bit. Uh, We'll see how the night goes with how we enjoy this setup. Uh, So just a little rundown. It's MLB news. Then we're going to do some New York Giants, New York Jets, Um, then college football, review and preview that, team of the week slash player of the week, review and preview the NFL, big games that have went on last week, big games that are happening this week, quick picks, Then some NBA and NHL. Alright guys, let's not wait any further. Um, Starting out with some MLB news. um, Some awards that were handed out over the past three days. Um, Russo, why don't you give us the NL MVP winner?
2: So your NL MVP 2019 NL MVP goes to Mr. Cody Bellinger of the LA Dodgers.
1: Well deserved on his part. Fonds. Who was our AL MVP?
0: Probably one of the best baseball players we've seen, and not just in our generation, but arguably can say of all time. Yep. Mr. Mike Trout. Yeah. For the LA Angels.
1: And he has been pretty much the goat of baseball. Yeah. In yeah. A oh sense. yeah, no, no doubt. He no has doubt. almost won consecutive.
3: MVP. This is third one. Third one.
1: And I think one season he came in fourth because he was injured half the season. He missed a lot of time, yeah. yeah. I think every
2: other season that he's been in the league, he's either come in second, won it, or that fourth uh, where he came in fourth, but he was injured.
1: Yeah. So he's just been absolutely unbelievable. Uh, Kyle, who was our our NL Cy Young winner?
3: NL Cy Young winner was none other than Cy Grom, Jacob deGrom. Once again,
0: Cy Grom. I like that.
3: Back-to-back
1: seasons, he pitched stellar. I also saw saw a stat today um, that with his new haircut that he has had for the past two seasons, he has pitched a lot better compared to when he had his long hair.
2: He's been unbelievable. He's been nothing short of unbelievable. I really, I don't think has there been there had to been a time in the past where there's been back-to-back Cy Young winners. Oh, this yeah. can't be the first time, obviously. But no, it's
3: not the first time. This is actually, I think, the first time that a uh, player has won back-to-back Cy, Gruns by get, uh, bleh, Cy Youngs by getting 29 out of 30 first-place votes two years in a row. Yeah. Do we know what water. that
2: other one vote went to? I heard it was the Giants who voted, and I think it might have been on Soroka. I'm not sure. No,
3: no, it was it was Ryu. It was, uh, it was Ryu? The, the beat writer for the Dodgers who okay. voted for Ryu.
1: Then we had a AL Cy Young winner, Justin Verlander. Um, again, uh, I don't know if I agree with. How do you guys feel about that one? Considering Houston had two potential Cy Young winners so, on the same team.
2: So, for me personally, at first I was rolling with Garrett Cole. They basically had the same amount of wins. I be, uh, believe Justin Verlander had one more win than Garrett Cole did, but Garrett Cole had like twenty six more strikeouts. But then I looked back at it. And I think the edge that Justin Verlander had was that he did pitch uh um he did pitch a complete game on blanking what is it? Um uh, blanking out right now. No We're, hitter. A no hitter. He did pitch a no hitter against the Toronto uh against the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh I believe in September actually or in August. It was one of those two months. And I think that's probably what winded up giving him the edge because uh, I thought that strikeouts right away, obviously in Garrett Cole's favor, but Pitching a no hitter, I mean, pitchers have never done that before. He's done, I believe, that was his third time or his fourth time in his career. So, definitely well deserved. It really was a toss up between the two of them, but definitely well
1: deserved by Justin Berlander. So, definitely, congrats to him. Our NL Rookie of the Year goes to Mr. Polar Bear Pete Alonzo.
2: There was just no competition. Who else was going to go to?
0: It's one of the more. It's not really shocking with that out of all the awards, really.
3: I mean, I'm surprised it wasn't unanimous. Though now, yeah. now, do you guys think if Fernando Tatis Jr. was up the whole year, do you think he could have maybe mm. stolen it away? No, because I, I think, mean, his stats are basically being up. I half think it the would be closer. pretty incredible. It would have been a closer
0: it race. It would have been closer. But, uh, I still think Pete would have won it, but it think, definitely would have been a lot closer race down the line.
2: I think it's based on how how much uh, people value the home runs. I, I think that that would have been obviously a big factor, considering that Pete is a rookie, he broke Judge's record. And Judge was the one, obviously, two years ago who won the Rookie of the Year. Maybe should have won the MVP as well. We'll talk about that a little later when we talk about the recent news with the uh, Houston Astros. But, yeah, I think they valued the home run a lot and how Pete Alonzo was able to knock out 53 home runs this season. And, you know, it was obviously well-deserved. You know, Mike Soroka, another guy who was a rookie, he pitched phenomenally for the Atlanta Braves throughout the season. Helped them get to the postseason. But... Uh, I don't think there was any doubt in anybody's mind that Pete Alonso was not going to win it.
1: So, Pete Alonso, congrats to him. Um, very happy to have two Mets players win Cy Young and MVP. Uh, AL Rookie of the Year, Russo, who was that? Jordan Alvarez of the Houston Astros. He was there.
2: I believe well, he was a DH in the lineup. Yeah, he
3: was DH. He had a horrible postseason. No,
2: he yeah. had a bad postseason. But he was really good in the regular season. Yeah, he was fantastic in the regular yeah. season. Very powerhouse type of hitter, too. So that's going to definitely help them later down the line in the future, especially as this team looks to continue and build and potentially get back to the World Series again like they did in 2017. But uh, definitely well-deserved. Again, it was one of those things where I really don't think there was any competition. I really don't think there was any competition within the AL for Rookie of the Year. I think he also ran away with it.
1: Now, we, we keep talking about there's really not that much competition. Did you guys see at one point during the season there was, and then these yeah. star players just then took a whole nother level up and everybody either dropped or stayed the same? I think,
3: I mean, yeah, you could definitely say that about Alvarez, and you, I guess Vladimir Guerrero Jr. would be, I guess, the other big candidate for rookie of the year. I w- the, I w- yeah. Jordan Al- Alvarez clearly over, <laughs> I mean, his second half was insane. Yeah. You think about it.
2: I, I was actually going to bring up, do you know the competition between uh, Hinjin Ryu and Degrom? You know, for the longest time, it looked like Ryu was going to win it, and then Degrom just stayed consistent in the second half. Yeah. And Ryu had just a horrific second half of the season; he couldn't buy a win, and he was struggling to strike people out. So, I think that's kind of where the turning tables were in the voting. But
3: I mean, you say the same thing about, you know, the AL MVP too, because I actually thought Bregman should have won the MVP. Really, Trout missed a significant amount of time. I know his stats were. He only
2: missed. I think he I missed like twenty-seven that's, games. That's I think a lot of games. It is a it lot is, of games. It it is. Is almost a, that's almost and especially, a month. especially because his team has yet to make the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. You
3: know? yeah. and that's why I, my my vote would have went to Bregman. But I mean, I can see why he give the Trout. I mean, the guy is the best best player in this generation we'll ever see, anyway.
1: Yeah, no doubt. So let's move on to some managers that won. Oh, God. Um, This is where where I hate.
3: Yeah, I don't get
2: this. This doesn't make any sense to me. Actually, who won? It's all over the place. It doesn't make any sense. So,
1: Ahert, why don't you tell us who the NL manager of the year was?
3: The NL manager of the year was Mike Schlitt from the St. Louis Cardinals. And I don't think he should have won manager of the year. Who are
2: the other candidates for the NFL? Cray
3: Council or Milwaukee? That's who I would have picked. That's who I would have picked, Because ever since Christian Yelich went down, you would have thought, oh, Milwaukee's done, Milwaukee's done. And they managed to And they get managed to go on, his, go on that hot streak and managed yeah. to get the, – yeah, they lost the wild card game, but they managed to get on the hot streak and just get make the playoffs. And
2: it? who was the other manager up for? Was
3: it, it uh, Nationals manager? Was it was it? the Nationals. That's who I would have picked. And then and, uh, the Dodgers. Dave, Dave Roberts? Roberts. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I think he kind of coached his way out of that one, but um, and then the AL as well. The AL, I like. I, I, I like that really? Rocco Baldelli won. You know, I'm a Yankees fan, so deep down inside, it does, it does feel like a knock against the Yankees and what they were able to accomplish. Really? I, I, personally,
3: I I, I I thought you'd be mad about that. You have every right to be. With Aaron Boone, no, I what
0: am really, able to I do with mad. all those players. Yeah. They were all like, we've said it like yeah. since I've started here. Like it's. We thought they'd be on a downslip, but all these yeah. injuries. But all these guys were coming out of nowhere and staying consistent with the team. When they came back, they were, was all good. So I kind of thought it was going to be going more towards them. But I mean, I
2: thought I thought that it was going to go to I thought it was going to go to Boone. But I know that you know, like I said, the Twins have just knock against very the Yankees, too. which they don't, you know, necessarily approve or like to reward. You know, like 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 we said. This has never happened in history. 30-plus players are on IR—not uh, IR, uh, IR that's—wrong uh, sport. What do they call it now? Injured list. Injured, Injured list. list. IL. The IL. But, but that, that's never happened ever, and yet they still made the playoffs, and they won the division.
3: Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. And, and like, I mean, obviously, you know, Rocco Badelli. great he's sport, well-deserving. But yeah, but he's facing the a, a, a Tigers, who lost 100 games. Kansas City. And Kansas City lost 100 games. Yeah. And— Two teams that are obviously trying to lose to get better draft And the White but, Sox, too. Yeah, yeah. so that, that's why, I mean, I guess you can't overlook that. I guess 100 wins, 100 wins. But that's why I would have gave it to Boone. I, I, I thought it was Boone all the way. Yeah. Not like it matters to the Yankee fans anyway because they wanted the World Series, not the manager of the year.
1: No,
2: yeah, exactly. But it it does. It does. It's like it's salt in the wounds. It really is. Because this was, you know, a fantastic season historically, and it, it should have been rewarded to Boone, especially for all the haters who say that Boone isn't a good manager.
1: So – that rounds out our AL MVP, NL MVP, a- NL and AL Cy Young, Rookie of the Year for NL and AL, and NL and AL Manager. Um, pretty good picks, I think we all agree on most of them. Managers, it's a little bit, it's awesome. a little bit up in the air. Um, we'll see who, what next season holds for us in Mets world in Flushing, Queens. In Yankees world, in the Bronx, um, I'm looking forward to next season, but we have to get through winter first. Um, we also have some big free agents that mm-hmm. just signed. Um, Braves signed right-hand pitcher Will Smith to three years, $39 million contract.
0: <laughs> you guys was,
3: this
1: takes.
2: I thought this was like – this was like a really player. This was a really team friendly contract, personally, for what he was able to accomplish with the Giants this season. On top of the fact that, and I'll throw it to you guys, all three of you guys, because you guys are all Mets fans. I mean, this was my pick for the Mets, like a must get, especially because they're the Mets. Really, only need is bullpen guys, and this was the bullpen guy on like the, the market. Top one, well, or one of.
1: See, the Mets dragged their feet because they dragged their feet on picking a manager, which is.
0: Carlos Beltran. It, it took too long. I think, it took, to get, too, it took long. too long. Just in my opinion, it so, took too long. By
1: that taking too long, you you already missed out on one big free agent.
0: They're not going to sign with a team that can't figure out a manager. Like. Yeah.
1: So they're in the same division. Braves are on the uprising. Yes, am I concerned? Yeah, because the Mets like to drag their feet at times.
2: I mean, this was the guy. I mean, I don't. Yeah. I don't know personally. This any relievers that are really of his caliber or even better than he is, to be honest with you. Uh, I mean, I don't know. There could be, but I'm pretty sure this was the guy, especially for the bullpen.
3: Uh, uh, see, I, I don't know. I, I feel like for bullpens, I know you guys can agree to this, every year it's just spotty. Uh, Josh Hader, two years ago, was the best reliever in baseball. And of this year, this guy the guy couldn't find it out. Yeah. Edwin Diaz, the best closer in baseball. Yeah. Yeah. Josh
2: Hader did win reliever of the year. He
3: yeah, did. but he but he wasn't as dominant, yeah. clearly, as he was a you know, year before. But yeah, Edwin Diaz, that 50 saves two years ago, couldn't buy a save this year. Rising star. So, oh, I, I feel like for bullpens, it's, it's just hit or miss. Brad Bach, too, when when the Cubs won the World Series, he was one of the best relievers. And now yeah. he's had, a s like a 6 ERA when the Mets signed him. So I feel like for bullpen, like, Giving a guy over $10 million just to be, you know, in your bullpen is just risky because what if he has a, a really bad year next year? So I, I don't know. Yeah. So
1: we'll see. Um, the twins sign starting pitcher, Jake Russo. Odorizzi. Jake Odorizzi <laughs> to a one year 17.8 million
0: Why we got him contract.
2: Here? Uh it's a nice, friendly contract. It's a basically it's another prove it contract. Jake Odorizzi did pitch very well this year for the Twins. Obviously, they were able to make the playoffs, as uh, alluded to earlier. Rocco Baldelli, uh, first year manager, I, I believe Rocco Baldelli was a first year manager too, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah. Yep. So able to coach this team uh, to the playoffs. Uh, now hold the all time home run record. Their pitching was shaky. That's probably why they weren't able to go as far as they. Could have been, but Jake Odorizzi was probably...
3: And they can never be the Yankees anyway. Yeah, they can never yeah. be the Yankees. <laughs> but
2: Jake Odorizzi is probably their best uh, pitcher as far as I'm concerned. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he's their best pitcher. So this was a must-sign back,
1: especially if you want to continue to compete. And a one-year deal is not going to hurt you. No, that's that's pretty much nothing. Uh, Fons, who the White Sox sign a first baseman, is that correct?
0: Yes, Jose Abreu, one year, 17... 17- point eight million dollar contract. Uh, no, not not a bad not a bad signing. Um how old is he? Young young player, right? I Abreu,
2: believe. I think he's uh thirty. I think is he I think he might be thirty. Yeah. He's been around he's, he's been around
3: he hits home runs, man. Yeah he like, hit still 30? plays like a young player really, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, really. I mean he doesn't he doesn't
2: get hurt either. He, he strikes out a lot but he doesn't get hurt. He, he played
3: you want to kind of reminds me of Russo, maybe you'll know Bobby Abreu? Mm. His swing reminds me a lot of like Bobby Abreu and he the guy hits bombs, man. Yeah. Jose Abreu. Yeah.
1: Then the Cardinals sign starting pitcher, Adam Wayne, right to one year, five million dollar contract. Seems like the smallest number yeah. out yeah. of the free agents so far. Yeah. Um Eight players declined their one year 17.8 million qualifying offers ahead of MLB's 5 p.m. deadline Thursday. Um, That includes Bumgarner, Garrett Cole, Josh Donaldson, Ozuna, Anthony Randon, Stephen Stroud, Stephen Stroudsburg, and and, and Zach Wheeler all declined. That's a lot of money. Yeah, these are all the top free
2: agents. I mean, and they're all probably going to get more. The only one—
0: Yeah, it makes sense they all declined it.
2: The only one that I don't know if we'll get more— I mean, he probably will get a longer tenured contract, but the only one that I don't think will get uh, more income on a yearly basis would be Wheeler. I think he's probably—anywhere he like anywhere he goes, he'll get a maybe a three-year, four-year contract. I don't think more than
3: seventeen point eight million dollars a year. I actually mm. think he will. I think so. You think so? I think a lot of pe- all this, the stat guys love that you know love Wheeler and they think he'll make twenty plus over like four years, a hundred million, which I think is nuts. I I don't even think the guy's even worth fifteen to sixteen million. He hasn't proved that he could pitch consistently at this level. Yeah, last two years ago he looked great in the second half, but he's just up such an up and down pitcher, so. So we will see uh,
1: Mets and Yankees haven't made any big moves yet or made any moves yet besides Mets obviously getting their manager. Uh, Mets will make a move, guys. <laughs> I, um, I think we all realize this. Yankees, I mean, they might just try to away a few pieces. I mean, I don't – I really don't know personally for either of these teams from
2: as far as I'm concerned. I don't think Brian Cashman is bringing back D.D. Grigori's. I don't think it's he's not.
3: It's not happening. He didn't give him the qualifying offer. If he didn't do that, then, didn't you know. And didn't. I would
2: think now for you guys personally, that should be, like, number one personally, in my opinion, on your guys' target for radar.
3: Well, what would you like to see the Yankees do? What would I like to like see the Yankees If the Yankees do? had
2: one free agent that you wanted them to get. The one guy that I would want would actually be Steven Strasburg. But it'd only be Steven Strasburg if I could get him on a shorter contract. If I could get Steven Strasberg on a five-year contract, I'd rather have him on a five-year than Garrett Cole on a seven or eight. Mm. That's mm. me personally. I think Garrett Cole was able to accomplish amazing things throughout uh, the season, but he was not good. In the, he was not good in the postseason. He, was, he just was not good. And, and Steven Strasberg was absolutely incredible. He was absolutely incredible, and that's what they need. You, you've seen what the Yankees are able to do, right? Thirty people get injured throughout the season; they still manage to win the division. It's not about what you do in the regular season; it's about what you do in the postseason. If you could have that type of clutch pitching in your lineup, you'll virtually be unbe- you'll virtually be unbeatable. You'll virtually be unbeatable. I mean, look what the Yankees were able to accomplish. Uh, they went to they went to seven games against Houston, right? Yep. They went seven games against Houston, and. You and uh, you and I uh, all know this personally, that the Yankees pitching is nowhere near as good as the Houston Astros. They had a three-headed monster. Yeah, down but in that wasn't the reason why they lost the series. It but. wasn't the reason why they lost. But if they had better pitching, do you th- still think it would have gone as many games as it did? I don't know. Like you look at a game two and you say to yourself, you know, does that have to go into extra innings if you have better pitching? You know what I mean?
3: All right, and and last thought for me, guys. Last question before we wrap this up. Uh, Fonza James, who who would you guys? Uh, I mean, being realistic, who do you see the Mets signing? Do you see any signing anyone from this group? I mean,
0: out of this group, uh, it wouldn't shock me if they don't sign any of them. Yeah. To be com- if we're being completely honest here, because I know the history that I mean, if this is like five years later, past their primes, and maybe cause yeah. that's something the Mets would do, but I would like them to sign one of these guys here. Believe me, I would. Who wouldn't? But realistically, I'm being realistic. I'm being real here. They're not going to.
1: Maybe Wheeler, but. I don't know, but on that note, we are going to step aside, take a quick break, and we will be right back. You're listening to Review and Preview here on the Wave, the sound of L.I. And we are back to Review and Preview, folks. I am joined alongside Kyle Russo, Kyle Earhart, and Fonz Stefalco. All right, MLB is done. Let's talk about the Jets and Giants game this past weekend. Um well for one team it fared out pretty well for the others Dude. it was um it was a mess um so the jets beat the giants 34 27 they both go to a record of 2 and 7 very <laughs> impressive records here guys you know they are doing great, um, great. no pun intended <laughs> um so let's start off with the giants um that way we can just talk about the Jets since they did one, and the Giants do have a bye this week, um, so we don't have we don't have to suffer we this week. Yeah, which is nice. I mean, last week I was watching the game up to around 2.50, I'd go into work, I left. <laughs> I left my house and went into work early.
3: Best time to leave, huh? Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, um, and my boss is a big Jets fan, actually, and she texted us and's like, if the Jets win, I'm not coming in. But she came in anyway, wearing her Jets shirt, and walking right up to me and being like, "How did it feel?" And I said, "I don't want to talk about it." But on anyway, uh, Giants go to two and seven. Jones, twenty-six or 40, forty-three hundred eight yards. He's still th- he's still doing at least over two hundred and fifty yards a game. Four touchdowns, um, which is good. Three attempts, twenty rush yards. He was he was fantastic. He was the leading rusher. Yeah. Um, because Barkley had thirteen attempts, one rush yard, five receptions, thirty yards. Barkley did not look him his normal self. That offensive line now has some wasn't his fault. Injuries, it wasn't his fault. I yeah. think they need to do some jet sweeps or something with mm-hmm. him to get him going.
2: They need to find an offensive line. Well, yeah. that, they true. need to find capability. I, I mean,
1: mean that's... that too as well, but um Coach says he, he's not going to rest Barkley for the season. He really he's going to continue playing. Yeah. I think if you get another two losses, you should. So he doesn't get injured, get him fully healthy. Um, Slayton looks like Jones' best friend on the field. Ten receptions, 121 yards, two TDs. Um, Slayton has made his way to our n- number one ride receiver. Um, we've all figured Tate would be yep. in a sense, but... Sh- Serving that four-game suspension, I don't think him and Jones are on the same kind of wavelength just yet. Um, it also um, hurts us because Darlene Shepard is still out with a concussion. Yeah, he'll probably be done for the rest
2: of the season, yeah, too. Yeah,
1: they're probably going to shut him down. I think our left tackle has a concussion. Nate Solder. Nate Solder. You know
2: has a concussion? Yep.
3: Giants fans were praying for Nate Solder to get traded. His this backup, is, Eric's, what, Eric Smith? I don't know. Smith, he was horrible.
2: But so, Solder is just an automatic yeah. turnstile.
3: Yeah, yeah, but th- th- neither is Smith. Like, Smith was horrible.
2: I've never thought I'd say this in my life, but I... Uh,
1: should we I, bring back Eric Flowers? We should bring back Eric Flowers.
2: Where is he? Where is Eric Flowers? Eric Washington. Flowers, I think, is on Washington. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Wow, well, one... But, uh, it's just like... I don't... I mean, quote me if I'm wrong, but I don't think I've ever seen a team spend almost $40 million on an offensive line. And actually, put out a worse product than they had last year. I don't think that's ever happened. They have twenty million dollars invested for next year in Nate Solder, a little over ten in Kevin Zeitler. You have about five in Jalapio, another five in Remmers, and about another five in Hernandez. And the offensive line is even worse than it was last year. The fact that, and this is James. You said that surprised uh, Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. They've only played in about five games together because yeah, Jones there. didn't start till week three mm-hmm. and then Barkley, Barkley got hurt for two weeks. So they've only played in about five games together. The five games that they played in together, Daniel Jones outrushed Saquon Barkley in three of those five games. Yeah. This is this is the most disgusting team in the NFL. I mean uh. grant granted what happened with Cleveland last night, we'll get into that later, Cincinnati but Cincinnati yeah. Bengals are pretty disgusting. No, 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 no. Yeah. I'm talking about this is probably one of the only teams that has the record that they have with no excuse for why they have that record. You look at the Bengals, right? They're missing their top receiver. They don't have a defense, and they have a rookie coach, right? And they've
0: been in some close games. Some close. And they've
2: been in close games at least. You know, They had some early games. I believe the Bills especially, they had a close game. You look at the Redskins. They're probably the only team that might have a more dysfunctional front office uh, and less capable people running the organization than the New York Giants. Uh, you look at teams like the Jets, right? Another team. Their offensive line may be even worse than the New York Giants. Or it might be even better, to be honest with you, because the Jets so in this game were able to sack Daniel Jones six times. Well, we'll get to the Jets. And force three fumbles, while the Giants were only able to sack Sam Darnold twice. And yeah. apparently the Jets have well, the worst offensive Tomlinson line
1: Tom Wilson and, G- and Golden had, each had a sack
3: for the yeah. Giants. So, well, see, the problem is, like, Giants don't have a pass rush, and they don't have linebackers. Yep. Their, their linebacking core is horrible, and
2: it, do, it doesn't. Go,
3: going to the draft, yeah, Giants need offensive linemen, but I think uh, need a linebacker. I think there's a lot more of a need.
2: I've I've been looking at this draft specifically. Uh, there's really not any linebacker at the top. Linebackers at the top, you know. Obviously, the highlights are around Chase Young. But granted, if the Giants just completely fall off, then he'll fall right into their laps. But otherwise, I don't think it's going to happen. And then you look at other defensive players, you know, edge rushers, right? Everybody says the Giants need an edge rusher. Where do you put an edge rusher in on, on a three and four defense? A three four defense. What do you do? That's why Leonard Williams, uh, Kyle, me and you were actually talking about it. I like the acquisition of the player. <laughs> but the player of Leonard Williams makes no he's sense trash. on he's a trash. three and four defense. But, but, but he, the problem it the makes player, no sense. He's
3: not even a good player. You know how many tackles he had that game? One. How many tackles has he had for you all season? For what, t- two games he's played? Three games he's played? Probably, four. Yeah. Not yeah. even a sack. You guys got a player who hasn't done anything <laughs> in his professional career. The only time he made the Pro Bowl is because he had Sheldon Richardson and Muhammad Wilkerson next to him. Yep. And Jets basically got a free a free draft pick out of you guys.
2: Which is going to turn into a fourth, too.
3: Assuming yeah. they re-sign him, yes. They're probably going to re-sign I mean, him. Gettleman
2: has already said they're, they're going to re-sign yeah. him. And they're actually looking to do it before Thanksgiving hits. So, so next week. So next week, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, so some more on the Giants, um, before we move on to the Jets, are they really that bad? Russo wrote on the script.
2: Not the Jets, the Giants.
1: The Giants, that's what I mean. Yeah. The Giants, are they really that bad? we Um.
2: But, hey, he's horrible yeah. at
1: safety. DeAndre Baker is just
2: one of the worst corners I think I've ever seen. And we traded up to get this guy.
3: He's horrible. See, see the, the problem is though. How, can you blame it on him or can you blame it on the coach? Because I, mean, I could blame it on him can, allowing you, the you Jets. You can't give Pat Shermer like a pass by this. Pat Shermer has been horrible.
0: Yeah. I could
2: blame it on him for allowing Sam Darnold to look capable. I could allow. I could blame it on him for allowing this Jets team to score thirty-four points, and obviously all thirty-four points are not scored on him. But this is this is disgusting. This is disgusting. The Jets hadn't even scored. I don't even think they reached twenty points all season
3: in yeah, a game. No, they did against the Cowboys. They, yeah, they, they, reached they beat the Cowboys. They
2: reached twenty-four. Yeah, this they reached thirty-four points. That's how bad this Giants
1: team is. It's thirty-four disgusting. points on this defense. Uh, it's disgusting. I'm glad they have a bye week this week. That way we don't get tortured on Sunday. Uh, we can watch the Jets. Heck yeah. Um, so Heck yeah. speaking of the Jets, let's let's move on to the, them. Yeah, baby. Um I guess the better team of New York football at the moment. And that would be the Buffalo Bills.
2: Well technically speaking. Uh, Technically
1: speaking Buffalo Bills, but downstaters where the Jets are Giants. Uh, We ain't no upstaters. Um Jets are two and seven. Darnold goes uh Earhart, actually why don't you recap
3: your Jets W. what I'm gonna say is this is gonna be remembered as the Jamal Adams game, but yep Yep. But for Darnold, 19 of 30, 230, one yard, uh, one touchdown, three attempts, rushing, 25 yards, and another touchdown. So two total touchdowns for Darnold. Le'Veon Bell once again trash, 18 attempts, 34 yards, one touchdown.
1: At least in more that. Rushing yards than Barkley.
3: I mean, I, I guess, but this offensive line doesn't give Bell a chance. Bell doesn't have a hole to even walk like walk through. The guy. The guy that, doesn't does, th-
2: that doesn't make him trash, though.
3: No, it doesn't make him trash, but like he hasn't done anything like. To help his case, like, he hasn't run to the outside. He he actually he looked horrible in this game. He looked slow motion. He looked like he was playing hurt, which he did have a knee injury coming into the game. Did it affect him? I don't know. Jameson Crowder was making Baker run around the whole field the whole game. Five receptions, 81 yards, a touchdown. And obviously, probably like a top-ten moment, Jamal Adams... What he did on, to Saquon Barkley was just like—I mean, this is the horrible.
2: best game of his career, as far as I'm concerned. This is like this is the highlight game, and obviously not against a good team. You what know, he did I, on that
3: play—that was one of like the greatest play, like yeah. one of the best defensive plays I've seen from a safety in a while. Yeah, he, he might bulldo- be—he he, might be the best
2: safety in this league. He
3: he bulldozed over Saquon. Yep. and one-handed strip sack Daniel Jones. Yeah, that was that was incredible yep. what he did. Yeah,
1: Adams had some uh, fire.
3: I think he was pissed off about those trade rumors a little bit. Yeah. And the whole thing well, you know the what it is? Too. I he think that in he's... He with
0: and all that. Yeah. And I think it's all settled now, I think, but at the time.
2: I think that he might be playing
3: himself
0: out of New York. See, that's what I thought, but he also said this week, that, you know,
3: explicit, he said he wants to be a Jet the rest of his career. He said he well, wants to sign long-term with the Jets.
2: But I, I don't know if it's going to happen or not. I don't know.
3: S- still look at this game, though. If you're a Jeff fan, I mean, you're not really celebrating, right? You, no, you don't celebrate a you, win against the Giants. You, you beat you just the Giants, don't. and you're still two and seven. The yeah.
1: only win you celebrate is the
3: Cowboys. Yeah, but even and then, you didn't you celebrate even
2: celebrate that win because yeah. no. by that point they were zero and six, right? But yeah, yeah,
3: or yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, but do you even celebrate it though? Because no, you don't. It, it, it doesn't matter because the same old Jets. You know what they're going to do this week? They're going to go out this week oh, we just got a nice win against the Jets. Yeah, yeah, against the Giants. We beat the Giants. They're going to come out this week against the Redskins. They're going to make Dwayne Haskins look like Troy Aikman. That's, gonna look that's what they're going to do. Josh
2: Norman's going to uh, look like a Pro Bowl. That's another thing, too, yeah, he's gonna look like I wanted a Pro to get Bowl. into. Because even though the Jets won this game, Sam Darnold was, I'm not going to say horrible, but he wasn't good for as bad as this defense is. He was not, in my personal opinion, he wasn't good. One touchdown, a uh, little over uh, 50% completion percentage. 230 yards. Obviously, he had a rushing touchdown, but nothing so spectacular against this Giants defense, which is, you know, this is the game in which if Sam Darnold had to prove himself at any time, this is the game <laughs> to do it in because he literally could have had a field day, to be honest with you. Like, if you look at this game, you didn't watch this game, right? They scored 34 points. You look at the final score. You would say to yourself, oh, Sam Darnold must have had a field day. And You look at the stat sheet, and he really didn't do much. You yeah, no. Really didn't do much. But, uh... Some other Jets news, too. I didn't have it here on the script because it came out later in the day. Uh, Kyle, I don't know if you heard about this, but uh, so apparently there was something about. uh, I heard multiple things. There's two things. One thing was about fake x rays being brought out to doctors about the whole. uh, That's
3: that's with Assembly, right? Assembly. Yeah.
2: The front office had given uh, doctors in order to clear Assembly to play uh, false x rays. Which were saying that his injury was actually worse than it was, and another thing too, is that the New York Jets fined Quincy Enunwa for not showing up to practice. Not, I don't know if he was showing up. Not showing was, uh, up to practice.
0: Re- injury rehab or something.
2: He was injury rehabbing. On top of that, finds another thing too, which I heard, is that he was actually fined on Veterans Day. He wasn't there because his wife is actually a veteran and he was celebrating with his wife out at dinner and Adam Gase and Joe Douglas
3: decided to find him. Let's be real. It wasn't Joe Douglas. It was, it was Adam, Adam Gase. Gase. It was Adam yeah. Gase. I think,
0: didn't, uh, didn't Quincy even tell them, to like, I'm not... Yeah. Yeah, like, he mentioned he it, to him. Like, he gave him advance notice, like, yeah, I'm not gonna be yeah. here. I'm... You know, so yeah. celebrating with my wife. But. I mean, that's
2: that's just disgusting. I yes. mean, I don't even. That that's a bad find. The last Listen, one.
3: Listen, this all starts with Adam Gaze. Adam Gaze... But he's
2: gonna he's gonna be your guy, though. Yeah, he's, been, staying. He's, he's staying. He's
3: staying. Yeah, I know. And this is this is what I told you guys. You said he's gonna be gone by the end season, so I said he know because the Jets still have to pay Todd Bowles next year. Well, that's year. that's the Adam only Gaze. reason why. Yeah. Otherwise, he'd they, be out. They'd be paying two other coaches that got fired, so, and then plus the new coach that they're gonna bring in. <laughs> so. The Jets are just kind of like a sitting duck right now, hoping Adam Gates can somehow turn this team around. But, I mean, look at, I mean their schedule is pretty favorable besides, you know, the easy Baltimore game that's going to happen. Just kidding, by the way. They're going to get killed by Baltimore mm. in a couple of weeks. Thursday but, night or yeah. two. So, I mean, like, <coughs> I think outside they have, like, Baltimore and Pittsburgh are the only, like, two tough games. They have. I guess Buffalo. But uh, two, tough, two tough games. It's they have at left. Buffalo, too. Yeah. Who that's going to be. So, I mean, this team's gonna maybe win what five games, and what does that get you um, an end like th- like an eight or a nine pick? That gives pick? you like an, no, that could actually probably get you into the top five, to be honest. With really, that. if you get five, if you win five games, yeah, it depends on who's depends in front. Probably the probably gonna win three. The the Bengals, the Bengals. The Bengals are gonna go zero and sixteen. Who knows about the Dolphins? I mean, the
2: Redskins could beat you guys. Tomorrow, oh. On Sunday, oh my God! Potentially. Well, oh since you, I'm no, not no, no, saying no. that. I'm saying that that would affect the draft order because right now the Redskins sit at the. They second better spot. not lose
1: on Sunday. Well, since you brought that game up, why don't we discuss it? Why don't we? The oh. Jets play the Redskins at um, uh, Redskins Stadium, FedEx Field, right? FedEx Field, field. in DC. Uh, in DC,
3: they are on Fox at 1 p.m. I'm a little surprised they're on Fox. Usually, they're on. Uh, Kenny Albert and Rondé Barber are calling the game again. Hopefully, uh-huh. we can get lucky again this week. Back to back. Maybe they could be your good luck charms. Um, all right, let, let's pick this game.
1: Uh, Russo, who do you got? <laughs>
2: Just this is like the fact of to think about this is so sad. By this the way. is you know this is one of those games you actually have to think about because it's so bad of a matchup between the two. Just like like it, it could literally go either way, and you wouldn't be surprised. Well. When I'm we gonna get go...
1: to our review and preview picture, I can tell you who you picked. Well, but, go I know center. I picked the Jets, but... Who are you, know, you just picking? Just give me the Jets. the Jets. Just give me the Jets. By what?
2: Uh, God, this could be terrible. I could literally see... I could see a 17...
0: Give me a 17 to 14 the Jets went on a field goal. The Reds could have scored a touchdown in a month. That's true. So, hey, Dude. listen, they can break that streak. <laughs> It's such a yeah yeah. Street. Give me give me
2: Dwayne Haskins that Terry McLaurin Ohio State matchup. I'll, I'll seventeen fourteen
0: the Jets. All right, uh, Fonz. Jesus, I think the Redskins will <laughs> score a touchdown. Uh, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna do I'm gonna agree with you. Seventeen fourteen was gonna be Redskins. Okay. I really it's like one of those things where like I can't see it's them so scoring bad. more than seventeen, but knowing football, it could happen. You know, you never know. But okay. I'm gonna stick with Redskins winning 17-14.
3: All right. Okay. Dude, I've seen this story so many times. I want to say Redskins, 21-20, last-minute field goal.
1: I'm going to go with Jets 10-7. 10-7. It's going to be a boring game. It's going to be a boring game. Jeez. Yeah. Ten-seven. <laughs> 10-7. 10-7. So, the Jets play Washington this week. Giants are off. Um, we'll see what the Jets do. Do they win their s- Third game of the their season. game of the season? Do they go two, two weeks back to back with the W? I, I don't, don't really know. know what
2: to expect from this game. I know we all just gave predictions. Does
1: but Dwayne Haskins come out and be like a gunslinger now that he gun- might be prepared for yep. a game? Actually, so that should be an interesting thing to see mm-hmm. how. Haskins' reaction. I'm
0: looking forward to seeing how because I do like Haskins. I am looking forward to seeing how he does this season because I feel like he's just been in a bad situation with the Redskins, and I like him a lot, and I think he would be very good on any other team. But Washington's just a mess of a franchise, I think.
1: Well, before we take a break, I want to bring out this one quick point: all the Washingtons, either head coach, GM, or coaches that worked within the organization. Is now on a su- successful winning team, mm-hmm. Kyle whether that Shannon. be yeah, whether that be McVay. the Rams, McVay. the Forty Niners. Uh, there's one other. Oh,
2: and Matt Lafleur, I believe was Packers? part of that. He was part of it for a
0: little bit. Yeah, then, yeah.
2: I believe he was so part the Packers, of it. Right? Yep, the Packers.
0: So.
1: The, the, the shame is they let all these guys go and they're on very winnable and successful teams great the, rockers, the shame so. is is that they stuck with a coach meanwhile they had three fantastic coaches all within their system yeah okay. and they didn't utilize them so okay. on that note we are going to step aside take a quick break you have been listening to review and preview here on the wave the sound of LiU <laughs> Good evening and welcome to review and preview, folks. I'm your host James Montefusco, joined alongside Kai Russo, Kai Air, and Fon Stefalco. Russo, you like that song, don't you? I'm a big fan. I'm I can tell fan. you're dancing behind the board there, showing off some of your moves, having a little fun. Hey, having a little fun. That's all that matters. All right, let's now move on to some college football. This past week has been quite interesting. Um, Fons, I'm going to have you recap Week Eleven.
0: Certainly. So Penn State with the shocking loss here against Minnesota, thirty-one to twenty-six, and that was one of the bigger upsets of the weekend because Penn State, I think at the time was four, so they were definitely in line to be in the College Playoff. They kind of won out and whatever. And so yeah, Minnesota now remains undefeated, and that is that was again that was one of the bigger upsets here. Uh, Sean Clifford threw an interception in the end zone. That's kind of how the game ended there. Upsetting there, but it looks like Penn State, I think they fell down to 9 now, so they're kind of out of it. They're out of it completely, no matter what. Minnesota keeps their somewhat playoff hopes alive. Maybe if if they went out and a lot of other things go their way, it could happen, but the big game we need to talk about, LSU, Bama. That was that was a good game.
2: But this game was insane. This game was
0: insane. 46-41 high scoring and... Now Heisman, I think, winner, Joe Burrow, he won the Heisman after that. Yeah,
2: it's it's over. He uh, completed his first 17 passes. Yeah, He has, I believe, a 79% completion percentage, mm-hmm. which would shatter all college records as far as I'm concerned. But, I mean, this game right from the get-go, we were within the first two, three minutes mm-hmm. of the game. You just knew yeah. that it was going LSU's way, not because— they were playing better it's just that alabama was playing so poor yeah tua chooses to run uh try and go for the end zone fumbles the ball uh then they go to punt away the ball and the and the and the punter absolutely i don't, I don't even know what you want to call it he just muffs the punt completely yeah lsu gets in fantastic position and then lsu winds up going up 14 nothing and then it by was,
3: it was ten 0 because they got a field goal. It was ten. On yeah, yeah, yeah. They got yeah. a
2: field goal. And then by halftime, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Alabama within that last three minutes of the second quarter they let up like two touchdowns. It was thirty three to thirteen. I'm pretty sure by yeah, halftime. Right. But Bama is just one of those teams, you know. If you let them stick around, they'll come back, and that's exactly what happened. I mean, because after halftime, Bama did they 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 turned the gas on. You know, they had some excellent plays. From Jerry Judy, as well as well as their other receivers, Najee Harris as well. Very good. Tua Tagovailoa, I mean, yes, he, he did kind of you know blow a huge play in the beginning of the game. The man finished with over 400 passing yards, four touchdowns. Yes, he did have an interception, but this was a fantastic game for yeah, him personally. A lot of fun to watch. I mean, the defense is really what, what the problem was for Alabama. You know, this is one of the Alabama teams this year where defense is not necessarily the specialty. They have a lot of top— Receivers, they have a good running back, obviously a top quarterback that will be drafted really high this year depending on which team does need a quarterback. But, I mean, the the defense. I mean, I know Joe Burrow is obviously a
0: fantastic quarterback, but 46 points. It's overall a very yeah. solid team on both sides.
2: Yeah, there's no doubt. But uh, Bama was not able to seal the deal. Uh, LSU it was able to beat Alabama 46-41. to 41. Uh, for the final outcome of this game, I mean, me personally, guys, this was probably the best college football game I think
0: I've ever witnessed. Mm, yeah, I mean, definitely. except for the
2: that championship game where Tua comes in and comes back against Clemson, that's up there. But this definitely was,
0: this year, I would say this is this was the game of the year. Oh yeah, of without the season a doubt. So far, without a doubt. That so with that Bama loss, it drops it down to five. So if the playoffs started today, this would be the top four: LSU one, Ohio State two, Clemson three, Georgia four. That that's your playoff four for now. 5 Bama 6 Oregon 7 Utah 8 Minnesota 9 Penn State 10 Oklahoma yeah, they're trying to get a Pac-12 team up there too. Yeah. Hopefully uh maybe you do think two Pac-12 teams. And two Pac Yeah, they're trying to get at least one of them in the playoffs. Do you think you think Oregon or Utah if like cuz they're going to be in the Pac-12 championship game. you think if they win, they have a shot to even make the playoff. Uh,
3: I think it all depends on what happens with Bama, with LSU, with Georgia because what uh and Ohio State, too, because let's say what's what if Minnesota shockingly upsets Ohio State in the, in the Big 12 game? Yeah, how do you keep Ohio State out? Yeah. I mean,
2: Ohio State still has to play Michigan and Penn State, too. Yeah. So, well,
3: then, yeah, well, this is all assuming uh, I mean, they're killing everybody they're playing, but yeah, but uh, and let's say LSU in the championship game, who would they, they play? They play Georgia, right? They play Georgia, that would be so the championship. So, if, like, what if LSU lose to Georgia? Yeah, so. then
0: you're gonna, have, would you put Georgia in? Then what happens with Bama, too? Like, you know, it's I mean, a big the Clemson one, too. I'm still like, I'm been hard on Clemson all year because their schedules are so easy. That ACC is a joke, yeah. and they're two out of conference games they scheduled Wofford and Charlotte. Mm-hmm. If you if you're in that kind of a conference and you want to have a show like, hey, like we're a legit team, you want to schedule better opponents, I would say. Yeah, but that's they're going to obviously win out. I think Clemson, like with all the, with how they've been playing so far, but it's going to be interesting to see like who the final four is going to be. I think Penn State, Oklahoma is kind of on the outs here. Minnesota may yeah. have a chance if they win out, and about, yeah, and do and other things pl- fall their way. Maybe a Pac-12 team makes it if, like, they with one of either Oregon or Utah wins the Pac-12 championship. But it's going to be a interesting next couple of weeks. I think.
2: Well, I think I said this earlier in the week. I think I put it in the group chat before the standings came out. Uh, is that I think that Oregon should be number four. Mm-hmm. I was actually very surprised that Georgia was able to get the number four spot, especially because they lost against an unranked team. The one loss that Oregon has this year is to a ranked team, which is number, uh, I believe sits at number 11 or 12 right Auburn. now in Auburn. So they actually lost against a ranked opponent, and yet they were not able to move up at all. But, uh, again, you know, these are the teams that people want to see, and that's why they're not going to get favored. You know, people does not want to see Oregon. With nope. Justin Herbert and basically absolutely nobody in an offense, they want to see Georgia, who has a dominant duo in running backs, fantastic receivers, one of the best, the yeah, one of the best defenses in all of college football. Uh, on top of the fact that they have some fantastic offensive linemen that are entering this year's draft, those are the teams that people want to see, and so I think it's going to change over time. Yeah, because there's no way, I, even if Alabama loses another time. I really still don't think that Alabama is not going to be in the college football playoff. If,
3: if, if Alabama loses another game, they're definitely not getting in. You don't yeah. think they get in? No, because they
2: have lost. I believe they have lost two games in a season and still made the college football playoff. Right? They did. I yeah, don't know. It was one a couple se-
3: years ago in Ohio State, got shanked out for Alabama. So it and could then Alabama happen. ended up winning the whole playoff. Yeah. Did it they not happen. play in the SEC championship game? Was that what it is well, yeah, or yeah, was? Yeah. Was that Georgia versus? Uh, for somebody else. it was
0: a year that Bama did have like everyone was like they shouldn't have made it because they did what they didn't even play an SEC championship game but yeah that, they're gonna want to try to get Alabama in there I guess but
1: yeah so a couple big games that we have coming up this I, week I want to go back yeah. I was thinking about this you guys talk about the big guy big name players yeah you think they want the way they rank these teams it's because they bring the most enjoyment to the TV. Yeah. And oh, they absolutely. bring up ratings and then for um example Tua he's going to be in the so, NFL. He's going to be a top NFL. So like in my thinking is they're probably doing it that way they can be on TV every day every Saturday or what whenever they play. Yeah. And just bring in the viewers because then every team every yeah area in the country then sees them play yeah, in yeah. A it's, sense. All,
2: it's all about ratings you know when you when you put something out like for instance right we're doing this show right now right we want to yeah. put out the best product possible right for viewers Of course, that's exactly what the college football playoff committee is doing you know nobody wants to like i said would it be cool to see an oregon in there of course it would would it have been cool a couple years back when ucf just couldn't lose a game to be in there, that would've been cool. That would've been cool to see them in there, but they don't value them as a, UCF. They won, I believe, how many games straight? They had like a, I believe it was a twenty-something yeah, game they win were streak. Two like,
0: years undefeated, and the
2: highest they were able to get was at the number ten spot or number nine spot, and they went undefeated back to back seasons. So it was just a matter of putting the best product out there. You know, which team is going to have the most prospects coming into this year's draft? Which team is going to be advertised? The most, which team has the most hype around it? Which team has the best coaching around it? Which team has the best prospects being shown? That's what it is, you know. Because you look at these four teams right now; these are all going to be NFL quarterbacks. You know, Justin Fields, NFL quarterback; Joe Burrow, probably number one overall pick; Alabama, Tua Valoa, NFL quarterback; Trevor Lawrence, whenever he decides to declare, will be an NFL quarterback. Yeah. From, will be an NFL quarterback. You know, they you want to see the best product. So to answer your question, James, yes, obviously. You know, that's why they put him in. It's not fair, but... Even Herbert, too. Even Herbert. Too. But but he doesn't... You know what it is? He just doesn't have the weapons around him. He, he doesn't, doesn't have, have the flash, supporting cast. He doesn't have the supporting cast. And that's why the, the disrespect is being shown. For, because for Georgia to lose to an unranked opponent, in, I believe NC State, who they lost to, 20-17, to 17, it was early in the season, who they lost to, you know, for them to get in over a team that actually lost against a ranked opponent, you know, it just shows that, you know, you want to put the best product forward. And then week 12, you have uh, the Fighting Irish versus Navy. Big oh, game, big game, big, big game. game. That, that Th- could
3: really either go any way. That's Tom's team versus the Navy. And I think this is the first time, I know Tom can attest to it, the first time in, what, 293 consecutive home games that it was not a sellout by Notre Dame. Wow. Really? Since, like, 1973. It's because I it's think not that, a sellout.
2: I think they're done with their coach. I really do think they're done with their coach. And I think that if they lose this game, that'll be the nail on the, nail
3: on the call. And this is a good Navy team. This yeah. is a really good yeah. Navy team. Who I think is going to kill Army in a couple weeks in Navy versus Army, but uh, I don't. I, I know Tom is definitely nervous about this game. Talking to him, so uh, this, uh, this would be a great game. I just, this might be the game of the weekend, but I think we got the other game that you're going to say might be the game of the weekend.
2: Uh, Kyle, as you were just alluding to, you got Georgia versus Auburn again. You know how we were talking, how uh, Georgia has lost to an unranked opponent. You know now they're actually facing a ranked opponent. You know Auburn is not an easy team. They're always a team that puts out. Fantastic defense. They got another. They got a really good quarterback too, in Bo Nix. Bo Nix is a great quarterback. So this is definitely not going to be an easy uh, win for Georgia. I believe this game is at Auburn, and then you got Oklahoma going up against Baylor, which is another tough matchup. Even though Jalen Hurts has been playing out of his mind, I don't. I think that one loss hurts him for Heisman competition, but he's been playing absolutely out of his mind with Ceedee Lamb down in uh, Oklahoma. So it'll be very interesting. To see over the course, because those are probably the three top games of this weekend.
1: So, you guys looking, so out of this weekend for New York sports football, are you guys looking more forward to college football to watch this weekend, or are you just looking forward to watching the Jets? Oh, it's not even a question college football. It's not even a question college football.
3: Okay. Well, I guess college football. I mean, I mean, I'm going the to. I'm, I'm going to Cortland versus Ithaca tomorrow, so that's a top Man. ten teams right there going at it. Just mm. kidding.
1: I but I think uh, on my view, I think Cortland's going to win that
3: game. Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know who's winning that game. Yeah. All
1: right. So on that note, we're going to take a quick break. Step aside. You've been listening to review and preview here on the Wave, the sound of LIU. And we are back here at review and preview, folks. All right. That was one hour down, one hour to go. I got Russo behind the board, I got Fons, and I got Earhart tonight. Um, Alright guys, we are up to that point of the night where it's team of the week and player of the week. I know I haven't decided on a team of the week or thought about it, so let's do pe- player of the week. Um... Hmm,
0: Fond, you looked at me first. Yeah, you go first. I figured, well, I'm going to go with a defensive player here because I, I like him a lot. Uh, I'm going to go with Jamal Adams with the player of the week. Okay. Noah Earhart's probably was going to pick him, but <laughs> uh, I, I'm a huge fan of him. And nine tackles, two sacks, including one of those sacks was a strip sack for a fumble return for a touchdown. And he posted a meme after, like, SpongeBob, like the, <laughs> the Patrick was dressed up as a robber, and was like, give me that, like, the purse thing. Yep. Incredible! So, a uh, huge fan of him. So he gets my my vote. Excuse me for player of the week.
1: Excellent! I like it, Russo. Uh,
2: player of the week: Russell Wilson. Uh, Fonz, I know you love Lamar Jackson, but this man is absolutely
0: playing out of his mind. Russell oh, Wilson. Oh, no, I'm not even. I'm not even. <laughs> he's just playing <laughs> out not of even his mind. That he's very good.
2: On uh, was able to knock down the 49ers, uh, cancel their win streak of what would have been nine games. Now they're eight and one. Yep. Uh, He's that also, just
1: playing out of his mind. That also tightens up that division just a little bit.
3: Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Um, Earhart. I'm actually going to go with Lamar Jackson. Not only is he carrying the Baltimore Ravens, he's carrying my fantasy team as well. Huh. 223 passing yards, three touchdowns, and a passer rating of 158.3, which is almost
1: a perfect passer rating. Like it. And I'm going to go with a hockey player, Matt Barzell. Played very well against... Toronto, Toronto, Toronto. A, yeah. Get get some Canadian in here. No, all right. Um, let's do team of the week. Russo. Uh, the New
2: York Islanders. They're my team of the week. Oh, so boring, dude. I'm sorry, man. They've been absolutely incredible. Uh, how could I hesitate to even pick a team that's not the New York? Islanders? You Islands? got
1: any fun facts about the Islanders? I could think of a few.
2: Uh, some fun facts. Yeah, I got one
1: right now. Okay, uh, here's a fun for fact
2: it. about the Islanders. So, the Islanders have had an ability to uh, gain 26 points over the last 13 games in which they played, and they've come away with 25 points. Uh, Another fact is that the New York Islanders have won, uh, I believe, 12 of their last 13 games, on top of the fact that they have been flat out destructive and have some of the best goaltending in all of hockey, whether it's Varlamov in it, net. Or Grice, I believe Grice might have one of the top save percentages in all of hockey right
1: now. Jeez, he was just spitting facts out there, guys. So we'll talk yeah. about hockey and later on
2: in the you show. You asked me to spit facts. I spit a ton of them. You did a lot of fun mm-hmm.
1: facts on that one. fun
0: I'm going to go back to football. I'm going to give my team the Minnesota Vikings because they were impressive in their primetime game against the Dallas Cowboys. at Well, they were at Jerry World. Uh, <laughs> her cousins. <laughs> Hey, listen. We make jokes that he's not good in primetime games, but he was pretty solid in that too. Yeah. Of course, you got Dalvin Cook, the great offensive line and great defense. Seven and three now, in the running for the the North, the NFC North title with the Packers, and so they've definitely been improving. I mean, what the beginning of the season they were very struggling. We didn't think they'd make a yeah. have a shot. Now they're looking at they could maybe even get a division title or even a wild card spot.
1: They turned it around against us, Giants. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, they did. Earhart, who's your team of the week? I know
3: somebody stole yours. No, no, I wasn't going to say he told that.
1: He my pick Boring. He wasn't picking
2: the Oscars. No, no,
3: I wasn't. Uh, I'm actually going to pick the Cleveland Browns. Uh, outside of the last eight seconds of last night's game, they've won two games in a row. They won two games this week. <coughs> they won on Sunday and they won on Thursday. And two big games for the Browns, too. They, so, they're going into the playoffs maybe in the hunt. So, and it's the first time ever they've beaten the Steelers and the Ravens in the same year, I think. Yeah. First time in their history. So... Pretty impressive.
2: I think first time since 1999. I think Freddie Kitchen said it last night at the press conference. Oh, it was 1999? Oh, yeah, well, I thought that was first time in their history. Okay. Nah, but uh, yeah, good pick.
1: All right, I'm gonna go with the New York Knicks. They won a game or <laughs> they, more they than want <laughs> <a game. laughs> they won a game. They won a game. I also yeah. saw Fonz's Nick uh, sweatshirt. Yeah. It was either that or the Rangers, but the Rangers got destroyed last night. We'll talk about that later on in the show. But I'll go with the Knicks. I would have picked the Nets, but well, They're not playing well either. Yeah, they aren't playing well either. All right, those are your team of the week slash player of the week from your boys here at Review and Preview. All right, let's move on to some reviewing and previewing NFL news. Week ten. That was a, that was a good week. There were oh, some good games. Week. There were some great games actually. Yeah. We great. we had Oakland beating. The Chargers, twenty six to twenty four. That was a very good game. Yeah, that was
3: fantastic. That was,
2: I mean, this game. I mean, just to talk about it for a second, this game proves. I mean, Philip Rivers is
1: done. He's yeah, done. I don't yeah. think he's moving with the team. He's he has been bad. I what, think he threw three picks in this game. Yeah. Was this the last game played at a baseball stadium? Or is that later on in the season? No, this is That's later, later on.
2: This yeah. Is, yeah. Okay. this game was at Oakland. This is the last time is... the Chargers will play in that. This is the last time the Chargers there will play. There we go. Yeah. Okay, in Oakland,
3: but. Then, but uh, I was on the plane actually in this game, and we were you know, delayed getting into California, and I was able to watch the end of this game, and man. It, it it's actually really cool how Gruden like interacts with the fans at the end of the game it shows uh, he actually does care i think he should win and coach of the year to he, be honest you know. and I, I honestly i agree with you considering at the beginning of the season no one predicted them to even win like three or two or three games and know. to
2: go through what they've gone through you and, know yeah. and they
3: have a shot at the, at the division here too cuz the Kansas chiefs, City's are, been chiefs losing, not playing yeah. well either yeah.
1: so. then we got the Ravens and Actually, hold, way, on. We, yeah, we, hold on. Yeah, we, hold on. Is that Fonds. your team? Yeah, no, it's not. I wish Fonds it was my team. team please. We can talk about it if we
2: want <laughs> no, to. No, Fonds, we're no. going to leave, the, we're gonna leave Fonds, the Ravens expert.
1: Give us a le- nice sum up of Mr. <sighs> Lamar's day.
0: It was beautiful. 49 to 13. Now, the I believe they. I don't know when this Bengals score, but the Ravens just off the bat just ran house Lamar. Was amazing again. He had like w- probably one of the best spin moves I saw, like later in the game. And then did you guys see? The yeah, well, he, ran,
2: he ran for like 40 something. Oh, yeah. Well, the, well, Heisman, the, the Heisman. Heisman package. Yeah, the
0: Heisman yeah. trio. Lamar, RG3, Mark Ingram. I thought I would never see that. <laughs> when I saw that, I'm like, wait, why is RG3? I, I was like, wait, why is RG3 in? Like, now like, <laughs> I know we're winning by a little bit, but really? And then I saw, I'm like, oh, this is what they're doing. And it worked. They got, they got a first down. Of RG3 <laughs> had nine rushing yards now, in now, that fun. game.
2: Now, Fonz, just to talk about it a little bit because we were off last week, actually, and I know that you went to that Ravens game in Baltimore against the Patriots. Oh, that was such a good game! Yeah, you pl- gotta, give us some insight about, about
0: that. Oh, the fans are insane. That was my first ever Ravens game, and I would have to go again. That was awesome. there was a lot of Patriots fans there too, but you know, they were they were cheering, but we were all just like booing them whenever the Patriots. So we it wasn't showered with Patriots fans, but it was it was an awesome experience. And man, I was nervous about the game because it was the Patriots. You know, it's it's kind of like their first real test, but man, that Lamar and what he did with like Marquise Brown and Mark Ingram, Gus Edwards—they were running the ball with no problem. No, just to
1: allude, we're, we're stepping
0: back a week. Yeah, yeah. But
1: yeah, since you were at the game, you went with one of your buddies that was a Patriots fan. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I think
1: your snaps kind of um were, were very good.
0: Yeah. No. Yeah. I had I had a because he was talking he was talking smack the entire week. You know when I was coming down to visit him. They go the the, uh, the Patriots. Come on, they're undefeated, uh, dynasty, and I'm like, all right. Listen, you guys played the Dolphins and whatever, and or the Jets and, uh, wise. yeah, like, uh, Redskins, yeah, come on, Giants man, without Yeah, This is your first real you. test. You got Lamar's playing out of his mind, and then that, uh, that was it. That Marlon Humphrey, I think, fumble recovery all the way back for a touchdown. That's the stadium went <laughs> insane when that happened. I'm like, yeah, we got this win. Are those going to be a little bit closer? But yeah, this is surprising. What was it like, 37 to 20? 37 20 was the final score. Yeah. So that was definitely exciting. saw
1: two wins back-to-back. Yes. Um, we will see who they are playing in a little bit. Cleveland versus the Bills. They come out victorious. 19-16. That was a very close game.
0: I want the Bills to do good. I feel like they can be. It's just they, their offense is... Josh Allen's is not bad, but I'm. they still need a legit wide receiver. They need a legit running back. I, I think Devin Singletary definitely is going to be a, a solid running back down the line. And Frank Gore's... I, production's going down a little bit, they're gonna give Singletary more carries, but I, I think
2: I think so too, but I just don't understand why they don't run the football. You know what I mean? Because they do have Frank Gore. That's what I'm saying. You yeah, do have no. Devin Singletary, but yet even in this game, uh, combined with the attempts of Devin Singletary and Frank Gore, it's only combined thirteen times. Yeah. And I, I mean I get it, Cleveland does have a fantastic front. Yeah. There's no doubt. But even you know, Devin Singletary rushed eight times. Came away with 42 yards. Yeah. You know, Josh Allen rushed six times, 28 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. Like, they have success running the football. Yeah. You know, and even though they don't have, you know, those star receivers, you know, like, or like John for Brown. Instance, who do you, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's John Brown. Who do you got? You Cole got Cole Beasley. Beasley. You traded away Zay Jones. You don't have him anymore. Uh, what's their tight end's name? Uh, D- Dawson Knox. Dawson
0: Knox is pretty good. He's their rookie. Uh, yeah. They did sign Tyler Eifert, but he hasn't, I don't think he, I think he played a couple of games, but. The guy from the Bengals, but I, I would, what, what Coach McDermott uh, did over there with Buffalo with that defense, he turned them around, and I think definitely down the line he definitely can turn around the Bills' offense. I mean, what he was able to do with them too, we didn't think they would be this good.
3: No, That's so good. I actually think the Bills are like pretty overrated.
0: They, it, if you look
3: at their wins, their wins are against the Jets, two and seven, the Giants, two and seven, Bengals, zero and eight. Uh, the Titans, okay, it's a decent win. The Dolphins, 2-7. and seven, And they lost the Eagles, and then they lost the Redskins, and they, they beat the Redskins. Can you name a difficult team that they faced that they've won? I don't see where it comes to this decision for me with the Bills. I think their
2: defense is legit. Yeah, I think the that their offense isn't. Yeah. I, mean, I think that's what it is.
1: I don't think they have enough weapons. I mean, Cole Beasley was an okay ad. Yeah, from Dallas. Yeah, from but he's, Dallas? Good, he's
0: a good third, second, third yeah. option. He's not a number one. He's not John a number Brown's one. John Brown's not a number no. one. So.
1: Yeah. I mean, some days Cole Beasley does have his days. Yeah. yeah. But they need a true number one yeah. if they want to be very competitive with the Patriots. Yeah.
2: And, I mean, John Brown at the time, you know, Fonson, you witnessed him firsthand for a yeah. year. I mean, he wasn't even good enough for the Ravens to resign he, And going to the season, he had guys, good, didn't he have a receiver.
0: He had a good four, first four games and fell off completely. And yeah. Yeah, when the Ravens needed a wide receiver, they just dropped, they dropped him. And so, yeah, no, so it's exactly. They definitely need a more. Maybe in the draft, you know, yeah. when we talk about the draft, eventually down the line they can probably get one of the top receivers, trade up, who knows. So let's
1: move on to some more notable games.
0: Tennessee, 35, Kansas City, 32.
1: That was a good game. Uh, Marcus Mariota is done. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, he's done. I don't get yeah. this Titans team he's at
0: done. all. How do, how do they? They literally, they can't score against the Broncos, but they can beat the Chiefs. It's they're so they're always they're so inconsistent. I make my, yeah. I make the joke. They're always in the mix, and just like that, they're still in the mix. To, my,
2: my question is how? How is can't like I get it, it could be a coaching aspect, right? But how is Kansas City's defense this bad?
0: Yeah, it's bad. I mean,
2: they have some of the top defensive players in all of their the NFL. Lineman,
0: their defensive linemen are pretty good. Like Chris Jones, fantastic. Tyron yeah.
2: Matthew, fantastic. Didn't they trade
0: for Frank Clark? They traded for yeah. Frank
2: Clark, who had 15 sacks last season. Fantastic. fantastic. Like, what? Do you, like how is your defense still this bad? That you're, <laughs>
1: 35 points to the Titans? There's games where they're stellar.
2: Derek Henry, baby.
1: And there's games where Derek they're Derrick Henry, yeah, he had 188 yards, two touchdowns. But yeah, James continue where they're not good. Yeah, I mean we sort it when we had Spags on the Giants. Yeah, <laughs> I mean I liked when he was when he was the defensive coordinator for the Giants. You did? Yeah, I did. I mean okay. he was okay, but
3: there were. <sighs> I'm sorry. Just the funniest thing just happened when I was looking on ESPN. The funny ad came up. Sorry uh, guys, it's all right. Throw your left, uh, throw your left hand. No, ahead. no. I'm like, if no. he was,
1: uh, whatever. I mean, uh, um, but Kansas City that. needs to do better, um, in their defensive. Um, let's move on to Green Bay and Carolina. Green Bay twenty four, Carolina sixteen. I mean,
0: It was kind of expected. Yeah, Packers gonna win, but Panthers put up a good fight. Yeah, I, I mean, would say. this
2: game was insane. I mean, it started snowing and and. Carolina actually had a chance to – like, granted, this game doesn't go to snow. Was it at Lambeau? It was at Lambeau. Lambeau, So, granted, this game – listen, maybe it obviously would have been different because what happened was this game turned into, you know, who had not the better running back, but who was able to get more holes for the running back because it seemed like it was Christian McCaffrey and Aaron Jones all day. Like, Aaron Rodgers didn't have a good game. Kyle Allen didn't have a good game. It was just the battles of the running backs. And, you know, the Green Bay Packers were able to pull away with a win. But this Panthers team is very, very impressive. They're very impressive. And I was very surprised to see the start that I did out of Kyle Allen, considering he is a rookie and going into Lambeau Field and only losing by the point spread in which he did lose. I mean, that's very impressive. Yeah. It's very impressive.
1: Um, we got – we were just talking about before the Vikings versus Dallas. I, uh, I was able to actually catch part of the end of the game after my long work of week. The, hmm. I can't even speak. That's how long a weekend it was last long week. Long work week. Uh, so, but the Dallas Cowboys did lose in primetime at Jerry Jerryland, as Fons alludes to it. Uh, 28-24 Minnesota wins. Great win by the Vikings. Made myself a very happy Giants fan because Dallas lost. Um, it, really, it really shows you, even if the Giants were somewhat decent, they'd be able to compete in this division. Oh, it's just, easily. It's, it's so sad. We'll um, continue. Then we got San Francisco and Seattle. That was a very good that game. Very that game. That was a very fun That was a very good game Monday night. Um, probably one of the best Monday night games in a long time. in
0: a yeah, long yeah, time. I can think of yeah. Um, Seattle well, there twenty. Was, uh, uh, Rams Chiefs come, like literally last year. Oh yeah, that's yeah. true. Sorry, I love that, <laughs> yeah. yeah. that game so
2: much. Um, there Seattle. Lot, there was a lot of controversy with this game. I don't know if you guys saw it. It was all over Instagram, Reddit, everything, Twitter, all over the next day. You don't have Twitter. How do you know? And then I look at our own Twitter, our Twitter <laughs> account, our review and preview Twitter yeah, account. Yeah, yeah. uh, Geno Smith actually went up to decide the, toin co- uh, toin cost, the coin toss <laughs> in overtime. And I don't know if you guys saw it, but it sounded like he said tails. Tails. But And the ref said heads, heads and they still gave it to Seattle.
1: But the thing was then Sherman should have been like, he said tails. Yeah, yeah I feel like he, he, like, he should have said like because Sherman would
0: say something. Yeah, yeah. You know, Sherman would definitely He say would say it.
1: something. Like, and I think there was an, was there there was the official that flipped the coin. It was it was weird. It
2: was and then wasn't one, there was in,
1: one official? I don't think I've seen
2: this. this is, doesn't it usually happen where you bring out multiple players to do a coin toss? Uh, I think usually, no, 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 no. You could choose. You could I one think captain. during
1: overtime. Okay, so it was G-
2: it was just Geno Smith, the yeah. one official,
1: and Richard Sherman. Yeah, I was very confused why Geno was out there. though, yeah, I thought because he's not a captain. Well, I
0: also found out that Geno Smith was a Seattle Seahawk that day too. <laughs> 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 to be totally with you. But
1: I don't think Geno's a captain.
0: I don't think so. I think I think when it comes to the well, obviously in the beginning of the game they do the captains, but I think yeah. over time, I think they just send anybody oh, yeah. out there. Yeah, because that- Geno Smith has done it before too, I believe. Yeah, yeah. But
3: the, the, well, well, one thing before we, like, we, you know, we wrap up this segment. Yeah. There's one game Russo did not put on here that's probably the upset of the weekend. Ah, well, two games. Falcons upset the Saints. Well,
2: because yeah. it was just in such a – In New Orleans. It was such a, a blowout and a terrible performance, and it really doesn't say – like me personally, even though the Saints lost as bad as they did, I believe that Sean Payton and Drew Brees have never scored below double digits in a game as they've been together. I really still don't think it says anything. Like, it doesn't say anything about the Falcons, and it doesn't say anything yeah, about the Saints. It's
0: just a, bad, like, it's just it's just a, a
3: bad, bad week. And and also, another like key loss was the Colts losing to Miami. Well, that's another
2: Bron- – well, you had the backup. You had Brian Hoyer in there, had the worst game of his life. Yeah, no,
3: but this is bad. that bad because this division now – It's it's it, wide it, it, open. It's, it's up for grabs. Yeah. yeah. Houston six and three, Indianapolis five and four, Tennessee five and four, and Jacksonville four and five. All you, you go up and down that division. Anyone can win that division. Which yeah, i think You're right. It, it's you're fun right. to watch. It's great to watch,
2: especially now because the Jaguars are getting Nick Foles back this week. Yeah, which could yeah. potentially put in uh, something. Now, you know, if the, the Ravens wind up do pulling away with a win this week against Houston,
1: I mean that puts the, uh, Texans at a bad spot as well. Well, I, I like how you brought both of those teams up because as we move on to notable games in Week Eleven, let's go off to Jacksonville. They are four and five against the Colts, going up five and four. Foles, Kyle just said Russo uh, gets the start for the first time since week one. Um, see if any of Foles' magic is with him or not for that game. Houston six and three versus your Ravens seven and two. Battle of potential MVPs. Yeah, How do you feel good. about that?
0: Uh, it's going to be a good game, I think. Um, the Texans are a very good team I'm not going to say that this is going to be an easy win but it is the Ravens are home so it is an advantage for them I think Lamar is going to have another great game it, they don't have JJ Watt so that helps a lot um I'm just looking forward to it hopefully maybe we can see some receivers in action too maybe get Marquise Brown involved again in the offense and obviously Mark Andrews is probably one of the starting to become one of the better tight ends in the NFL too yep um and then Marcus Peters they have another pick 6 cuz he already has two for the season already <laughs> for the two in like three games for the Ravens
1: then we move on to New England eight and one versus Philly five and four. I New England should just steamroll. Over yeah, they should win that
2: game. I just I, I put that in there because obviously it's a rematch
1: of the Super Bowl.
2: Yeah, you know it could be interesting. Uh, Philadelphia, I believe, is coming off a bye week, so it could be an interesting Both game. Both teams coming off a bye week. Both yeah. teams coming off a bye week,
3: and the Patriots getting embarrassed by the Ravens too.
1: Yeah. Um, the Bears versus the Rams. Bears five and four. Rams are the opposite. The opposite. Yes. Um, Trubisky needs to prove himself. 100%. That's a Sunday night game, primetime game. He either needs to turn it on or get moved out. Also...
0: What an ugly home. Go also, golf needs to. Back in the. If it was in week one, that looked like a very good game. Now, yeah. it's just that's just how crazy yeah, it it's is. That's an ugly game.
1: Golf needs to turn it around also for himself. Yeah, it's two quarterbacks I have a lot to play. Um, and for James's fantasy team? Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> my fantasy team is in the dumps. I had, I
0: had Russell Wilson on a bye this week, so I have to. My other backup is Carson Wentz, so that should be fun. I got to pick up a free agent, so.
2: I uh, didn't pick up their car. That's that was my addition. Let me know. I'll start
1: dropping players for you guys if you're in playoff uh, bound. Yeah. Um, Cheating reported. <laughs> it's all right. The the commission Collusion. here tonight. So, yeah. um, <laughs> then we got Kansas City six and four versus the Chargers four and six Monday night. Again, yeah, probably in the beginning of the season that would have been that would have been good.
2: Games, so yeah, like- but that's. That should be, honestly, a shit. And I out.
3: think that game is in Mexico, I yes, think.
2: Yes, Mexico. Oh, are you going
0: to try West that again? <laughs> like, or, last yeah, year? Yeah. like, last yeah. year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't supposed to be last year. They ended up just moving it back to L.A. or well, something. Well, because they had
2: all those forest fires, so they couldn't. They was couldn't. Was it was an earthquake?
0: It was
1: something no. like that.
2: It
0: was an earthquake. But we ended up getting Rams-Cheese, which was probably one of the best Monday night yes, games. Yes, it was. All the time, so maybe, So know.
1: we go from a very good Monday night game this past week to a, yeah. eh.
0: Chargers. Yeah.
1: Um. So let's. Go back night. to last night. I figured I saved this yeah, once we kind of reviewed some set of it up. I thought you skipped over and then like no. no way. No, no, <laughs> no, I know, I, I
2: know what James is doing. Yeah. I know what he's yeah. doing.
1: So, Pittsburgh versus Cleveland last night. They were in Cleveland. Pittsburgh was 5 and 4. Cleveland was 3 and 6. Uh all right. So, Pittsburgh came out not looking themselves. Yeah. Cleveland came out, their defense was completely destroying yeah. Pittsburgh. I know that because me and Kyle were watching the game together, and he had Cleveland, Cleveland's defense that put up what? 63 points. 63 Jesus. points. I had them in our league, put up 22. Uh, that's unfortunate for you. Hey, i um, trying to get back in this. Still unfortunate for you. <laughs> but – they had interceptions they were sa- they, they looked very good yes pittsburgh did not there were some big hits on pittsburgh we had juju go out for concussion mm-hmm. i think he had what two to three guys slam into him yeah and then we had james conner got hurt conner yep. th- that was a bad hit yeah that was a very
2: And then you had, I think the worst hit, obviously, besides the one that we're going to allude
1: to, is Deontay Johnson. Yes. I mean, he started bleeding. He started to bleed, yes. And And that was bad. And
3: then uh, the corner got. uh, Yeah, Demarius Randall got ejected.
1: He got ejected. Now, the the thing about that play I kind of disagree on was they took him to the tent. Well, they took him
2: into the locker room afterwards. They just wanted to evaluate him. I think they wanted to stop the bleeding first. Because
1: Earhart was saying, oh, well, they took him to the tent to evaluate him. But he didn't. I, In my opinion, he should have just been on the cart in that extra room or directly yeah, at like the if hospital. You're, if
2: you're bleeding from the ear, that, yeah. that should be yeah, enough that, of a notification. To, yeah, this guy isn't like, coming back. Like, like, oh, hold on. Like, like,
1: Let's go. pull up the blue tent for five minutes <clears> and, <throat> and then get the cart. Like, That's more no, of a he's wasted out. time. Yeah, yeah he's I out. think he's out. I think he's done for the night. Um, but the biggest play slash hit. Came with eight seconds left of the game.
2: Perfect time for it to happen. Too. Eight
1: seconds left. Yeah. Pittsburgh had the ball what, on the ten, less than that's doesn't even matter. 10, doesn't, like, matter. Like, doesn't, doesn't matter. Does matter? Um, nobody was open, and Cleveland's wh- who was it? Ga- Miles, Miles Garrett. Mar- Miles Garrett. So, you, you want to go?
2: Do you want to run down the play? So go ahead. So Mason Rudolph got the ball off. Just before uh, Garrett came in, he got the ball off to, I believe his name is Trey Edmonds, whatever, right? For a quick out route to the left hand side of the field. Uh, Garrett would not let go of Rudolph. He threw him to the ground and he just completely just laid on top of him, would not get up. And then. And that's where it escalated because then Rudolph then started grabbing his, Garrett's face mask. Yes. You know, and obviously, probably, listen. There are probably some words shared between that two co- connections that the yeah. world will never know because they both probably said a lot of vulgar, regrettable things that they probably don't want
1: the world to know. Well, unless charges get pressed, then it has to... Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: well, obviously. But, and then what transpired after that is probably the most disgusting thing that I think I've ever seen. Obviously, I was too young for malice at the palace, but this, probably, this is probably the worst thing I think I've ever seen in sports. It, I don't think I've ever seen anything worse.
1: It was very uncalled for, in my opinion. Oh no doubt. Because Cleveland was winning. Yeah. So it's not like they were losing. The yeah. game was scrappy, pretty much. For, for, oh, you know. Oh yeah. Well, listen, Cleveland. Cleveland played a dirty game yeah. the entire game. They so, played dirty. But for for Garrett to do that, he rips off the, he rips, rips off, off the helmet, helmet and then. Only- I wish, Fonz. I wish you brought your helmet today. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> just to just to show, he hit. Rudolph with the back over the side of his helmet. It wasn't even like the face mask yeah, part. the full hard. He hit him, like yeah. he part hit him the... with
2: like, just where that cushion part is where you slide uh, on the helmet. Yeah. it's And it's just, you know what it is? It's like, people aren't even talking about it, obviously because, you know, it didn't happen and transpire, but just alone, you know, you put a chin strap on that, that's what really solidifies you, keeps the helmet the, on itself yeah. from falling off. You know how hard it is to rip that off somebody's head? So just, uh, Ru, wh- wh- what could have happened? The damage done to Rudolph's neck. Yeah. And then combined with the fact you have a 270-plus pound guy. Miles Garrett is one of the most structurally built athletes I think big, I've ever seen yeah. at his size. He's a big guy. He he's an Adonis. He is a god. He's built like a yeah. god. I mean, I think we've all seen that Sports Illustrated cover of Miles Garrett on it. He is absolutely chiseled.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: For him, sweat and it's a six pounds worth of plastic. If he hits Mason Rudolph with the crown of that helmet, you know, and I don't want to make assumptions or anything or say anything, but we could be talking about you know skull fractured Mason Rudolph, bleeding from the skull is the cover of the newspaper, or potentially fatality. To be honest, yeah,
1: because that's
0: that's one wrong spot one, w- hitting in the it, one inch way or whatever yeah. could mean. If huge... he was more hitting in the back of the oh, head, yeah, oh my god. god, that
1: could be worse. And then. His offensive lineman came to his defense. I, I don't even, I don't even, I can't even throw
2: any shade towards uh, Pouncy. No. If, if I was him. I would have done the I'm same. I'm pretty exact sure thing. all
1: of us would at least have done. Co- compare. I was watching yeah. ESPN when I got home from work today. Yeah, and they had one lineman on there, and he would be like, "I would do the same thing."
2: Yeah, yeah Damien Woody. Yeah, Damien Woody. I would he do said the he, same he, thing. he said he would have
1: blacked out and would have done
2: the absolute same thing because if he saw his quarterback. Because what a lot of people, especially former football players, are alluding to, it, they're calling it just the guy code, the man code, where once a player's helmet falls off, you know, that's the point in which the, player, uh, the brain of the player then sends a signal to like, okay, listen, this guy's helmet is off, let's back off. Yeah, you don't, you don't continue the aggression you, once the helmet is off because that's when some serious damage can be taken.
1: Usually, like if the helmet gets flown off, like say on a hit or something, or like a face mask, yeah, like you usually stop. everybody stops. Like in that vicinity, everybody yeah. stops. Yeah. they're not continuing on either pushing or fighting. Yeah. Unless, they're not unless, the by, unless, like say me and Rooster are pushing back and forth. I push his helmet off, and we both hit the ground yeah. because of that. Yeah. yeah, that's something completely different. Yeah, yeah. but there were these suspensions. Garrett is suspended indefinitely at the moment. Garrett is out hundred percent the rest of the season, and if the uh, Browns do miraculously
2: make the playoffs, but it is indefinite, but yep. definitely for these last six for the games last of the season, six
1: games. Um, both teams were. Fine, two hundred and fifty thousand Pouncey dollars. Uh, Pouncey's, Pouncey's, Pouncey's out three, three. games. Yep. Um, and then Larry,
0: the oh, the and Br- o- 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 out a one game. game. One
1: game. So they bro- both serve suspensions. Nobody, I haven't heard yet. anybody's pressing charges. I don't think. I think. No, it's I think important. I actually read a report. Uh, Mason Rudolph's lawyers came out saying that they aren't going to press charges. They're not going to press charges. Yeah. So, so I want to see what the NFL does. I also want to see how the rest of the the league reacts to this weekend because I'm pretty sure these refs are now going to be on high alert for these, especially divisional games, because they meet the they meet the Steelers in two weeks. In two weeks, yeah. I think at Steelers. Yep, they do. So yeah, at, at Heinz field. I mean, you don't
2: even have to worry about the players. I'd be more concerned about, about the fans, the fans.
3: Yeah. doing stupid stuff. And and honestly, like. This is a big loss not only for the Browns but for the Steelers who yeah, are like, trying to fight for a playoff. Like, like your Poulton? starting center. Like, yeah. He's yeah. one of
2: the best in the league. So, I mean, already already Three a quarterback games. in Mason Rudolph who's been taking hits left and right all season is now losing probably one of his best offensive linemen. So it's so, not good. It's but,
1: not good at all. I mean, I, um, I'm,
2: James, I just want to get yeah. every one of you guys takes. You know, obviously we know what the suspension is for Miles Garrett, but obviously beforehand – what was your guys' approach? You know, obviously if the decision was up to you. What would your decision be on Miles Garrett, and what should happen for his future in the, uh with his career? Uh, Fons, I'll throw it to you first.
0: Um, I definitely think the suspension for the rest of the season was a good. Uh, was I agree completely? I definitely would have done the same thing. Then uh, the playoffs too, if they somehow make it, like you said, because you know it's not like it's not like a regular punch, or whatever. Like he literally took his the other Mason Rose helmet and used it as a weapon on someone. We've never seen that. I don't—I would think once the season's over, he meets with the commissioner and they go from there. Uh, I don't know. I can't, like, say, like, I'll suspend him for the rest of the—not ban him for life. I feel like that maybe wouldn't be something. It's it's weird because we've never dealt with something like this, so it's kind of like—it's not like I have something to, like, base it off of. It's not like
2: you have a book that tells you, you know,
0: what is the uh,
2: right punishment for this action.
0: Or, like, you know— God forbid, we've seen that happen before, like another fight that happens, like oh well, that they got certain amount of games, All right, So we'll do that here. Yeah, it's somewhere this we've never seen this before, so we don't know how it is. So I think I agree with that suspension for the rest of the year and the playoffs. Then when the off season comes around, uh, Commissioner Goodell meets with Garrett. Um, we've never really seen like Garrett act like this too. So it's not like he's known as like reps. At least
2: it's not like he has like. The, it's not uh, like who, the record of Vonta is perfect. Yeah, if if yeah. this
0: was Vontae, like this would be a different. It's also the player too. Now, if this was another, like who was the defensive lineman f- that stepped on someone's head years ago? Was oh, Haynesworth? Haynesworth. Hainsworth. 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 I'm, Hainsworth. 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 I'm saying if Haynesworth did this, would be a whole other thing too. But yeah, I would wait till the offseason to see. It'll be interesting to see what happens once the season's over.
2: Yeah.
3: James you want to oh. Kyle you want to give you a pin.
0: Uh I think he should be spending for a year starting from now
3: that's at what, least. That's what I think. So yeah. come back next year week, week, 11. 10, yeah, week yeah. 11. Yeah, week 11. Because th- this is this has to be made an example. This this yeah. cannot happen again and this is not the first time nah. that uh Miles Garrett has done something. He got fined for hitting Trevor Simeon earlier in week two. He has yeah. five
2: roughing the passer penalties. Yeah. He has a fine week one. He threw a punch at Delaney Walker. Tennessee I forgot Titans. about that. Yeah. Tight end. I completely forgot about he that one, too. He has two other fines. I forgot what they're assessed for, but I know there is one. I didn't know one. he got
0: fined for the Simeon thing, too. That's yeah, it was like, so, so, like $47,000. Oh, yeah, because 40, I was thinking, like, oh, I've the never seen Garrett act this, but maybe if this is, if, he's, if he has a history of this, then that changes and everything. Then he, then.
2: And then I assume that ten grand probably goes to throwing the punch at Delaney Walker, but... You know, people say he doesn't have a history. I mean I mean this is only this season alone. I don't know how much you guys have really been paying attention to Miles Garrett's career. But I mean he definitely probably has some roughing the past or penalties in his career.
1: But this is this is
2: just not a good look. And Kyle, I agree with you completely.
1: And I would go with banning a year. Yeah. Coming back week eleven. Yeah. Sp- suspend him without pay. That's yeah, that's what Fine they're doing right now. And then I wouldn't even wait to the end of the season to sit down with the commissioner. Yeah. I would either do it this coming week or the week after, mm-hmm. and get both sides of the story. I'd rather I would like to hear Rudolph's side. I would also like to hear Garrett's side. I would too, because that way they can make the correct actions yeah. towards. All right, did Mason Rudolph?
0: Prov, prov, I don't want to say provoke, provo- but, you know, but did you he know he said, it, it becomes a he
1: said he said? I, no, I know that, thing. but that it's something then you have to base it off of for future. Yeah, you know, because you're setting an example for some of these, some of the kids that are watching and the rest of the league, like, this is what happens to you if this happens. We're not going to bypass it. That's why I thought that six games was enough. People were talking about just the rest of the season. I no.
2: Mean, I mean, that's that, that's nothing. I mean, that's really, really nothing. I
1: mean, because players can get banned from the league for beating a child or wife.
2: Uh, yeah, like Kareem Hunt got eight games for hitting a woman, which is an atrocious act. There's yeah. no doubt about it. Uh, but, and then you give Miles Garrett... Only six games for taking off somebody's head on I mean, the field, no less. Yeah, and, like
3: and and Ray Rice too. Remember him? Yeah, he yeah. was he was like in his prime before he, that incident happened, and he has never been back in football since. Yeah,
2: and then people thought about Adrian Peterson too; would never step foot on the field. But yeah, obviously, you know he got a second chance because of his talent. But but uh,
1: these are all different things that the commissioner and the board and everybody needs to take in consideration. Consideration, yeah. use as an example. All right, let's move on to some more brighter stuff. Um, let's do our quick picks. Quick picks. So baby. let's go over last week, week ten. Um, I was the winner. I beat everybody. Everybody's total points of 2019 is 108. I was 109. Fonz was 105. Fonz, again, again yeah, I got, you're a, the lot loser. Up we
0: got um, a lot of to do. When we come back from everything, though, we got a lot of making up to do with the It all men. went
1: downhill, man. When you picked that Dolphins.
0: <laughs> I tried to get because I was down in some points. I tried to make it up, but you know. But the thing is,
1: there was a lot of red across the board. Yeah,
0: by everybody. By everybody. everybody.
1: So it wasn't like there was one person that stood out. We all got our upsets completely wrong. Two of us only got our locks correctly. The Ravens. That there, was... Like, there were, it was just red throughout the board. Like, it wasn't even. But we move on to week 11. All right. Yeah. Pittsburgh, Cleveland, we played last night. Tom and Fons both pick the Steelers. And the upset. And the upset, so they're already down four points. Russo, me and you pick the Browns, so yep. we're up one point compared to their negative four. Good <laughs> right. um, So we're going to do this usually when Earhart's on the show. We'll go through, and we'll just mm-hmm. throw it to him. Um, everybody picked the Ravens against Houston. Uh, Earhart.
3: Ravens against Houston? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. This, this is going to be a really tough game. I'm going to go with uh, Ravens. I think they're going to win again. Big game.
1: All right, so that's a queen clean sweep. Oh, we wow, got sweep. Uh, the Cowboys versus Detroit. 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 Everybody pick the Cowboys, huh? I'm going to pick the Cowboys. Everybody yeah. pick it's Cowboys. playing clean sweep. Um, Jacksonville versus Indy. That's a clean sweep for the uh, Excel sheet.
3: For the For the who? Jaguars. Jaguars. Oh, okay. Sweep yeah. Jaguars. yeah. I'm going to pick the Jaguars as well.
1: Another clean sweep. Bills versus Miami. Everybody took that. Earhart. Wait, you took a Everybody Bills. took Bills. I'm going to take Miami. All right. I'm going to take Miami. That should be good. Um, on a streak. In Miami. Vikings versus Denver. Everybody picked Vikings on the Excel sheet. One of those streak.
0: weeks where it was kind of a lot of for now, obvious ones. Everybody's
3: trying. We're all close. We're not trying to lose. <laughs> Vikings and... Oh, Vikings, yeah. The, the Broncos stink. They stink. All right. Um,
1: Saints versus Tampa Bay. Everybody picked the Saints at well, heart. Know
0: after that, I, don't know after, I don't know after that Saints game last week. Oh, my goodness. Uh, it's one of those weeks, man. Uh, yeah,
3: we am going to have to put the Saints, too. they got to Everybody picks the Saints.
0: Um, we got the Jets
1: versus Washington. We're changing it up here. Nobody got a clean sweep.
3: Uh, Tom
1: took the Redskins... Russo took the Jets. Fons took the Redskins. I took the Jets. I I already said I'm taking the Redskins, so. though. Earhart's taking it. the Redskins. Uh, Atlanta versus the Panthers. Everybody took the Panthers. I kind of
0: want to... Change it now that I think about it. like in the. Oh, Damn, I was already locked in, but it's not like. Well, it's going to be a good game, though, I think.
1: Earhart. I'm to take the Panthers. Kyle Allen's going to bounce back. A clean sweep. Arizona versus the 49ers. Excel sheet. We all took 49ers. Earhart. I'm taking the Cardinals. I
3: love the Cardinals, actually.
1: All right. So that's. Then we got
3: Cleveland versus. That game already happened. No, no we got. got... Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Cincinnati versus Oakland. I'm pretty sure you all picked Oakland, right? Yeah. 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 I'm going to take Oakland, too. Um,
1: Why don't you guess who we picked in uh, New England versus Philly? I don't know,
3: actually. Oh, well, we. we I, hold on. I'm going to think Russo picked New England. Boop. I want to. Fons? I want to say Fawns picked New England, too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not, I'm not doubting Tom Brady ever again. Come on.
3: I feel like Tom is going to pick the Eagles for some reason. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Really? <laughs> so wait. So you're going to Oh, wow. Uh, well,
1: I'm going to go with the Eagles then. <laughs> All right. So he's going to the Eagles. Rams versus. Chicago. Chicago. This has to
3: be even, right? Nope. No, clean sweep, clean. clean yep. Who do you pick? I'm going to stay against you guys. I like Chicago, actually. I, yeah. I like best yeah. back. Yeah. And Chiefs versus the Chargers. The Chargers. Clean sweep, right? Let me guess. Clean sweep with the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah They're Chiefs. All, Chiefs. We're going to get them all wrong because this is how. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Uh, so, I really want to get all so
1: it's, if that's what happens, it's going to be a bunch of Reds. Me and Russo so. will tie for uh, the yeah, winners. We'll tie. We'll tie. And fun to be another
0: loser. Well, Tom, well Tom too, because if like the Redskins well yes, blue. and then it,
1: it really, see the the problem
2: really is, Tom has more points than you and has a better record, so you'd get the loss. <laughs> <laughs> you'd get the loss.
0: Well, what's what's my lock? My lock is the Chiefs. His lock is the Vikings. And uh, Kyle, you have the Raiders as a lock. James, you have the Ravens as a lock. Nice yep. pick. Uh, upset, like we <laughs> nice said, pick. me and Tom <laughs> have the Steelers, and uh, we obviously didn't count. And Kyle and James have the Jaguars. I didn't know they were the underdog in this Yeah, they area. are the underdog because yeah. I
2: think it went it went back up once it was determined that uh Brissette is playing.
0: Yeah, I know, so yeah, yeah but then I then I saw the Colts were home. I'm like all right, that makes a little so, sense. So yeah. So my lock, you want my lock and upset? Sure.
3: sure. Yeah, upset not? is Philly. My lock Whoa. is going to be Baltimore. All right. Whoa. I like it.
1: All right. It's a nice lock. So that's our lock. Uh and upsets. Let's see what happens um, this week. Maybe we'll have all green across the board. Maybe we'll have red and some green. I don't know. It's gonna be red. Maybe we'll, it's not as bad as last week. I hope not either. That was depressing to look at.
0: Yeah, that was a really,
1: really bad. Um, movie. so we are gonna take a uh, any yeah. MBA. Cut <laughs> it. And we are back to review and preview, folks. I am your host, James Montefusco, alongside Russo, Earhart, and Fonds. All right, M. NBA almost almost said NMLB. I oh my said goodness. NBA. NBA for <laughs> <We're> basketball. For <laughs> basketball, baby. Woo! that's what that means. Huh? That's <laughs> what that means. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, update: uh, Carmelo Anthony signs with Portland Trailblazers. I like that. Wow. I don't I get li- this. I, I,
2: I, I think it's almost like you know you you give some and you lose some. You know, with Carmelo, because he's t- this is how I looked at it. He's technically going back to the same spot that he had with the Thunder. Like, really. You're on a team now, like you were with the Thunder, where you're playing with two players that are way better than you who both need the ball in their hands at the same time. That's McCollum and Damian Lillard, no doubt, right? So what does is, what is Mellow now become? He now becomes the guy in the corner of the three-point line saying, I'm open, I'm open, I'm open. And that'd be great because he is going to be open a lot. The problem is, last time that happened in OKC, he wasn't hitting any shots. And that's why he got... Uh, He got traded to OKC, right? No, he got released and then signed with uh, Houston. He got released and then signed with Houston because that's exactly what was happening. So I just, I mean, I hope it works out for Melo because personally, Melo is one of the greatest players that this generation has had to witness, and I really don't want to see him go out the way he was portrayed to be going out. So it'd be really interesting to see if Portland is able to uh, turn Melo around because he is going to get... The starting position, he should get the starting position, in my opinion, at least, because he is a very, very good player. But on top of the fact that Portland has so many injuries, you know, Portland is a team that has had so many injuries uh, throughout the season. Yeah, they don't really have a power forward. I don't think. I yeah, think Zach that, Collins. Zach was was Collins the power is forward. going to be
0: out for four to six weeks, I believe. I don't know the long t- uh, timetable, and of course, Joseph Nurkic is going to be out for. God, I think he's. He's still going to maybe vibe around, like I think, the New Year or the All-Star break at least. Mm-hmm. But the Mello signing, I I personally like it. I definitely think he definitely will be starting, no doubt. But it definitely provides another scoring option outside of CJ and Dame because I, that's something Portland's always been missing, in my opinion. And I thought they kind of did that with Kent Bazemore for now, but he's a good bench scorer for them. They need someone else in the starting lineup to give him solid points here and there. And I think Mello knows now that, like, it took me this long to get back into the league. I'm not going to. You know, mess around, again, mess around, you know, like because I'll what take whatever said, I can get. What he What did he say a couple of months ago? Was just like I, I still, I'm wherever I go, I want to start, or well, I want to, or I want to get the ball this amount of times. Well, he I'd is going to
2: get the start. I mean, he really is kind of getting what he's.
0: Yeah, but wanting. you know what I mean. Like he was being like, I think he's going to take. He's whatever. being obnoxious about it. He was but now being, he's like, all right, I have an opportunity. I'm not messing this up. This is potentially my last run. It is in the NBA. It is maybe yeah. That's what I'm saying. So I, mean, I, I, I like it.
2: I couldn't see another team personally. You know, granted, like we were talking about Fons. Granted the Portland Trailblazers don't face all these injuries, especially to the position of a power forward in Zach Collins, you know, does Mellow even get this call? Probably not. I mean, granted, Mello is a good player and I do believe still should be able to be a part of this league. The problem is and the only reason why Mello was out for as long as he was, because it's been a little over a year now since he's played a basketball game, is because he's unwilling to accept the fact that he's not good enough to start anymore. But he could be a solid contributor as a 6th mm-hmm. or 7th man. Yeah. But again, like like I just said, he's getting exactly what he wanted. He's going to get the start. Yeah. He's going to get the start Yeah. because Portland doesn't have any other option.
0: Yeah, and then when the people come back, maybe we'll see what happens if he comes off the bench or if he stays in the starting lineup. But overall, a nice maybe potential final run for Melo in Portland. Yeah.
3: Now, are you guys surprised of how well Toronto has played early on in the season? How well Toronto has played? I think, I yeah, because I didn't believe –
2: Pascal Siakam was this type of player. You I knew know, he was
0: good, but I didn't know what he was like. I don't, this, he's already in the MVP conversation, the way too early MVP talk, the Spicy <laughs> P himself.
2: Like, he enters the league, struggles to reach double digits, gets up to about 15, 16 points a game, now averaging what, like 27, 28 yeah, points a game? one eight? most
0: improved last year, and then might actually, he, he could probably win it again, too, if he keeps playing like yeah, this. He's, what
2: is that? That's another 10 plus points uh, per game. He's like the on number his one average. guy.
0: Well, Next to Kyle Lowry,
2: yeah, it's Kyle Lowry, him, Serge Ibaka. They're bringing up uh, Fred Van VanVleet. I believe has worked himself into that starting lineup.
0: Yeah, they've been playing very good. Yeah, for because we thought, I mean, in our playoff predictions or even like our seating, we kind of had them on the lower end of the East. Yeah, I had They'd them at still at, like, be competitive, my seven, but yeah. they wouldn't be as competitive. They still, they also have Marcus Sale too. They do. You know what I mean? Like they have a lot of solid players all around. So I've been impressed, very impressed with Toronto so far. Tom is a big Marcus guy. Yep.
2: Uh, I'm just, yeah, to answer your question, Kyle, just very impressed from this yeah. team. But you know, it's been very impressive from a lot of teams this season. You know, Lakers, very, the Lake. I don't see. I don't know if I count that. Wait, impressive. No,
3: no, no, you did not like the Lakers early on. I didn't. I like did I, like. I did not like the What I
2: didn't like about the Lakers, and it's already happened, as you've seen, is that I didn't like the Lakers because of why they put all their eggs into one basket, of Anthony Davis. That's what they have to do. And they had to do it. Go all in. They had to do it. Well, you know what type of player Anthony Davis is. He's not a guy that's going to ever play even close to 82 games. And it's already happening. Yeah. He's already on the bench, not even in uniform because he's hurt. And we're in only, what, 10 games of the season? Yeah, but
3: but they haven't needed him so far. That's the thing. I, I think the West, with Golden State now basically being next to nothing anymore, that's a huge like boost for the Lakers, for the Rockets, for Utah, for Denver.
2: I mean, but they, they do need him because you saw yeah. in the season opener. I mean— the late, uh, the, well, Clippers the Clippers smacked the Lakers in game one of the yeah, no. entire season, yeah. and they didn't even have Paul George on the court. So, I mean, they do need him. It's just a matter of down the line, is he going to stay healthy? That's probably the biggest question mark. And, Kyle, you were alluding to with this when you were bringing up the Warriors before, how now them being so porous, uh, playing-wise, depth-wise, obviously, you know, this is a legit question because I don't – I mean, people say Cleveland, but I, I think this is an even bigger drop-off. I don't think I've ever seen a team literally go from championship after championship after championship to – little. I, I think the Golden State Warriors are the worst team in the NBA.
0: Yeah. I no, think they're the
2: worst team in the Knicks.
3: NBA. Are they really worse than the Knicks? I
2: think they are. I really think they are.
0: Yeah, Maybe. 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 I mean, it's just because the Knicks are just such a mess right now. But yeah, at least right. right now, the Knicks have some better – potential young players right yeah. now because, I mean, you're looking, Clay's not Clay's not there, Draymond's not there, Steph's out. I mean, like, they're all out. So we're just looking at, from that standpoint, there's a brighter future in New York because I the backups for Golden State, like – All they
2: got is that guy, Pascal, and then that's it. No, or, yeah, and D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, but deal. I don't even think
3: he's going to last. He, he's been hurt, too. With the Warriors. He's been See, you with you. See, this has been a good thing, though. For, if you really think about the Warriors, I mean, eventually, you know, you go up to a high-high, eventually you're going to come down, unless you're the Patriots. But, like – they're, if they get, they could end up, let's say they don't have a good rest of the season, they'll be maybe a top-five lottery team. I didn't even, that's rea- I didn't even that's realize they were that bad. Can you imagine? And I did
0: not even realize they were that bad. Oh, my God.
2: Can Can you imagine getting back Steph Curry, getting Matt Clay, Clay, getting Draymond, back Draymond, D- D- and then D'Angelo. having the number
3: one overall pick? That's, that's what I'm saying. Can you imagine so like, that? Is it, I'm, on, on
2: top of the fact that because this draft is so heavy in guards, you'd probably be uh, not forced – It's smart to trade D'Lo at the deadline, get picks for him, tank the rest of the way, and then rebuild. Get a top three draft pick, and then add to that guard play. Yeah, because you don't need D'Lo anymore, and then use that first round pick because whatever team trades for D'Angelo Russell will be getting a first round pick that's worth without a doubt. One hundred percent. I mean, this is uh, the Warriors again, man. They just you know one bad season could turn into another five years of success. To Mm -hmm. be honest with you, but um, it's crazy. So now. Now getting into the New York teams, I mean, obviously I think the surprise is really from, you know, both teams, actually. Because the Knicks, you knew they were going to be bad, but what's surprising for the Knicks for me personally is that David Fisdale went 17 and what last season, right? He came away with 17 wins, right? Yeah. And now the same thing is happening because the Knicks GM and the ownership decided to do nothing with the roster, but now, for some reason, David Fisdale is on the hot seat, when I really don't think it's – it's not his it's fault. It's not on him. I don't
3: know. It's not his fault. See, I, see, the way you watch these games and the other night when they got blown out, it doesn't look like the team wants to play for Fisdale. And when a team starts to turn on you, that's how you know the coach needs to be changed. And it, I think the team is slowly starting to turn on David Fizdale. You
2: think I don't I don't see that. I just see it's just you don't have the it's capability to win. It's more on Steve Mills
0: who's been there for a while not doing anything with this roster. It's yeah. kind of just getting yeah, all but, these young but, players but they like some of them are good mm-hmm. and whatever and guys like Julius Randle I mean he's he okay. has his moments but he's also been struggling a little bit and then like, Another how do you, example: Frank Nilo like that like, no guy you, they drafted, top pick, hasn't done anything.
1: So you're saying more of a stale taste in some of these players' mouths, yeah, in a sense.
0: But, like,
2: how do you tell your fans we're going to
3: get Zion, Katie, and Kyrie, and come away with Julius Randle and okay. Josh Gibson, Alfred, Alfred well, Payton? But how is that on? Mean? That's not on. That's not on the GMs. That's not on Perry. That's 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 more on the no, ownership. No, it's on. No, no, the no, G- it's on. It's, it's on the ownership. The Knicks aren't going to be good until, they,
0: until Dolan leaves. Yes, exactly. But that'll never happen.
3: Yeah, well, no kidding. He's not gonna sell the team, but the Knicks will never get a top free agent if they're gonna be this bad every year. And yeah. if Dolan has a piece in the team, which would, he's, he owns the team, yeah. they will. They'll never get a free agent. Yeah, like Giannis is what a free agent next next year, two years. Yeah, uh, next year, I think he won't even consider coming to New
2: York. Same thing they're talking about now, uh, Masai Ujiri. Uh, the Knicks are potentially uh, trying to add him as a GM to potentially lure yeah. Giannis and then And again, if I'm Masai, I, I don't even know why I'd even I leave Toronto. T- yeah, I
0: wouldn't leave Toronto. If- why would you
2: even leave? I mean, you have yeah. a whole city around you. You're just coming off a championship. You probably made one of the greatest trades of all time. Uh, for Kawhi Leonard and Danny Green, you know, obviously those guys aren't there, but and you're still one championship heading, will last yeah. you
3: a lifetime, right? Exactly. And you're in a city that, you know, only wins at basketball, can't win anything else.
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> But uh, so then the Knicks have their problems. Doesn't seem like they're going away
3: any hey, soon. They, they
0: beat Porzingis when Porzingis returned. To yeah, Everybody right. Knows. Honestly, Dallas. they should just
3: play Dallas every
0: night. Maybe yeah, they'll win. Why every not? Because right? they've beaten them twice already. Right? That was a great game. Yeah, right. And the the fans were booing Porzingis. <laughs> it just shows. So, they beat Dallas twice. That's their only two wins. Hey, listen, that's our yeah. that's gonna be that's gonna be our banner 2019-2020, <laughs> We swept the Dallas Mavericks. <laughs> no, I and saw the Bulls. I saw memes and we could beat the Bulls over, once. It's <laughs> all over Instagram this
2: morning. They have the nineteen was it the next one in nineteen seventy two. Yeah, they like came? the the yeah. banners. In the next they second. had and then next to it it was a banner. We beat Chris Staps. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't even now are you guys are Nick fans right?
3: I guess. I, I guess you consider myself a Knicks fan. Yeah, have have they guess.
2: destroyed you so much emotionally? You don't even want to consider yourself to be one. No, I mean, like
3: I, I like watching basketball, but I, I feel like for me is I'm not like a big fan of a team. I just like enjoy watching the NBA. I yeah. guess I would consider myself a Knicks fan. I watched them the most. I so, mean, yeah,
0: I watched them the most too. But I, I definitely, like I heard said, I've watched so much other basketball games that like I can, like I can turn on like a Portland game and enjoy it because I like Damian Lillard. Like I like yeah. players, yeah. but. If you're asking for a team I root for, unfortunately, it's the New York Knicks for years. So, so from that
2: standpoint, guys, you know, this is you know a question I have for you. You know, did Stapps deserve to be booed last night?
3: Wait, I'll, actually, I have a better question. Well, yeah. it, which which got like more? I guess worse boos. Was it the John Tavares return when he first returned, or was it the Christoph's Porzingis? I think it's. I think it's I think Porzingis.
0: It's, I think it's close. I think it's Porzingis. I think it's because of the way Porzingis left New York, it wasn't like I mean asking for of, a trade. I, I don't know what the Tavares thing. I mean, that's just me because going from a Knicks fan perspective, it's just I'm, like I'm
2: just going based off of crowd appearance. You know? And I was also You're an- comparing 19,000 to what in Madison.
3: It was what
0: 12,000. At- I was also answering your question too. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know. But oh, to, answer answer, to answer your question, like, deserve it. Listen, when you leave the way you did with the, like, because he was going to be a star in New York. Yeah, I mean, yep. yeah, they could have lost, but do you see what he did, like, his first couple of years there after being booed on draft night, showing everybody wrong and then being like, I want to leave and whatever.
2: Leaving the same way he came in. Yeah,
0: exactly. So I definitely think he, I think the booze deserved but, you know, I'm going to still watch him and Luca play. That's going to be a fun team to watch. But whenever he comes to MSG, keep booing him.
3: And the thing is, this isn't the first. Like, Porzingis, even in Dallas, has been complaining about his minutes, too. Yeah. About how he's not playing enough minutes. And he hasn't been that good at the start of the season, either. He's averaging eighteen points right. a game. He's coming back from a torn yeah. ACL. Yeah, what do you know. Want to, yeah. No, I'm saying, like, with him, like, he's coming from a torn ACL. Yeah. Why is he complaining about minutes? You got to – Yeah, I know, exactly. <laughs> and he's averaging eighteen points a game. He's, uh, I, the other night, won uh, Chicago, what, it was one for – one for eight or yeah. one for like, one for eleven. Yeah. yeah, it's horrible.
2: And then just quickly before we move into the next segment, and then obviously, end off for tonight, guys. The Brooklyn Nets, the other New York team. You know, obviously nobody's talking about this year because nobody cares about this year. You got Kevin Durant next year and Kyrie and Kevin Durant next year. Yeah. But I mean, oh, I, I think me, uh, me and Fons at least, and James as well. I think we predicted that Brooklyn would be a top four, top five seed and it's just yeah, not said, looking that I way. I said yeah. five, I think I had it, him in there. It's
0: like, going to be a lot lower this season. It's just
2: not looking that way because I don't – they have the supporting cast. It's just that they don't show up all together on the same it night. It
0: just shows that Kyrie cannot be the number one. I hate to say because I like watching Kyrie, but it's just when you saw him in Cleveland as the two, it worked. Number yeah. one in Boston, it didn't work. When Kyrie was even in Cleveland when LeBron wasn't there, it didn't work as the number one. Yeah, they
2: repetitively kept on picking like in the top five Yeah, every it's going to be the
0: same thing again. And once Kyrie mm-hmm. comes back – Maybe it'll do well. We'll see what we'll happens. See. But, yeah, like, it's not like with Knicks fans. Knicks fans really probably don't even care. they like, oh, we got next year anyway. It doesn't even matter.
3: And, and now they're really going to be missing Carousel Levert for a while, too.
0: Yeah, who three is, weeks. Who is a key player on three team? Three
1: weeks, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely going to hurt. So some stat leaders so far in the season. Um, points. James Harden with 38 points. Not surprised. We say that. I'm not surprised. Well, we, we expected, that... if we didn't expect 38 points, well, <laughs> we expect him to be the leader. in yes. scoring. Yeah. Yeah. Rebounds, Andre Dr- Drummond. Drummond. Another yeah. player we expected to have. 16 points. A
0: bunch of rebounds. That guy's a beast on the boards. Assists, LeBron James. Did not expect that. Didn't to expect comp- that. I know he's up there because he can, he can average assists, but I didn't expect him to be the leader. He's
2: no, He has 11 per game. I know, yeah. it's crazy. But yeah. he's
0: he can do that, but I didn't expect him to be the leader. I
2: didn't expect it just considering he doesn't have the
1: supporting cast, you know? Yeah. Cool. Um, then we got Steel's, Jimmy Butler's around Woo-hoo! two, three ish. Um, and Blocks is Anthony Davis, 2.9. I ran that up I don't know.
3: i I'm actually surprised you don't see, like, I know Mitchell's been, like, hurt at the beginning, but I'm surprised Mitchell's not up there. it has more Blocks than Anthony Davis. Mitchell Robinson? Yeah, Mitchell yeah, Robinson, well, he's
0: yeah. been. There. Also, that's the thing with Fizdale. He keeps, like, st- changing his lineup every single Which night. So Robinson goes yeah. from starting him to benching him. Oh, and So silly. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what. So, can you move on to him next, please? <laughs>
1: quickly. Touch upon some NHL. We had the Islanders. Russo spit almost all of these fun facts out yeah. earlier. You asked me for facts. I did. <laughs> I said eight fun you facts, not seven fun facts, but he didn't include. They kept Andrew Ladd in Bridgeport. He was not claimed off of waivers. Which I
3: bet all Islander fans were hoping he would to get rid of his ridiculous contract. But yeah. he's, he's still
1: with his... us at the moment. Uh, they are second within the division. Um... They were unstoppable nearly, what, a week ago? I mean, I mean still they, well, granted, they still are. But
2: granted, probably the worst loss that they've had within the last five years. Yeah. I, I mean, that's yeah. just... Yeah,
3: but, I mean, you're going to lose you, eventually, yeah. right? I But, like, that? Yeah, I mean, did, what, it, what, do you expect them to win every game? The, like
2: You had a 3-0 lead with ten happens, minutes left.
3: It, 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 yeah, I, I understand where
1: you're coming from. Um, Then our goalies are just phenomenal. Marlamas, turn it, is, Grice, turn it around. Grice. Turn it around. Then... We played our good friend JT oh, Johnny T. Oh. That game scared me.
2: It yeah. did.
3: Lately, that last that like the, last yeah. two minutes was Lately, scary. Looking yeah. like the old Islanders, where like they're up three nothing. Obviously, they lost the game. They're starting to like blow leads now, which is a little scary, I guess. But it doesn't matter. That they've won thirteen to fourteen. They've looked like the best team in hockey, but clearly they're not because the Washington Capitals have outdone the Islanders. You would think the yeah. Islanders would be in first place. No, no, the Capitals are five points ahead of them, and they play playing better hockey.
1: Um, So it's nice to send home JT with an L. Yes, once um, again, JT I, cannot win on the Island. Yep, I enjoyed it very much. So. I
3: believe that
2: was his first goal, too. No, second. no he, second. He scored the game-winning goal last year in Yeah. In oh, year did he? Role. Yeah. Yeah. But um, Matty
3: B, I think he's got five goals five. against yeah. them against Toronto, and Matty B's been a star this first half of the season.
1: So Islanders have been looking sharp. Rangers, on Not the so much. side, not so much. Sorry, Either
3: Bonds, you're wearing a Rangers
1: hat as well tonight.
0: Yeah, I actually went to my first Rangers game a couple of days ago when they beat Pittsburgh. Oh, that, was a, game. Game. Yeah. that was a good yeah, game. Yeah, no, that was a good game. Uh, cool. I'm starting to get into hockey a little bit. I've only been to Sabres games back up at Bonaventure. So, yeah. But those fans are crazy. But Rangers fans, that was a fun time. So, But that game against Tampa Bay, uh, let's yeah. not talk about that. So
1: they are in sixth in the Metro. I think they have... A record of 8-7-2.
2: Yeah, yeah,
3: them the devils. I Temp- good Tampa
1: hockey. Bay put the spanking on them last
2: night. I mean, that was... <laughs> I was watching that game with a good buddy of mine. He's a diehard Ranger fan. Doesn't watch any other sports diehard Ranger <laughs> really? fan. That's... No other sports but hockey. Diehard Ranger fan. Bleeds blue. So, he, he... He likes to joke around with me about my Islanders. I don't think I've ever legitimately seen... Uh, a grown man like tear up about about his team Hmm. i don't think i've ever seen that before it was literally and then it got to the point it was almost like uh uh, something psychologically wrong (laughs) it got to the point he went from crying to pissed to laughing and then at one point when they hit nine he's like let's just make it 10 you know what the record of most goals scored in the game is 15 let's just go for 16 (laughs) let's just make it happen I mean I don't I don't think I've ever seen a breakdown that hard what was it? Four goals in in five minutes of play? Yeah. I, the first
3: five minutes I, of play. I think wow. there were four goals and the Rangers only had three shots.
2: And then they goal. put they put Lundquist in and then Lundquist was so bad <laughs> they had to put Gorgiev back in. <laughs> it just it was horrible. Yeah,
3: the Rangers are very inconsistent. Yeah, but
2: they
1: got a young team. They got yeah. some good
2: pieces around them. They'll build but uh, not
1: this year, maybe next year. Yeah, definitely. Um so Just some other quick points at the end of this show. Um, Due to scheduling conflicts with everybody, this will be our last show until sometime in December. Mm -hmm. Um, Things have gotten a little busy around here. We will still be updating our social media on Mm -hmm. Twitter and Instagram, so we're not going completely.
0: Making up for the punishments when we get back. We're still tracking them. We're still
1: tracking them. I'm sure maybe even we can post something on the Instagram for that, yes, um I'm sure Tom or some of us might even upload some stuff on anchor, you know, some opinions we have <coughs> based on what has happened in the in the week or so um so we will be taking a little break, but we will be active on our social media accounts. uh don't you worry um so on that note, on the behalf of Kyle Earhart. Actually, any quick points before I sign everybody off?
0: Well, you know, I mean, if you want to, I'm going to plug in my little things here. Um, Obviously, I have my own other podcast, the Slickback Kickback Report. You guys should all follow do sports, wrestling, gaming, anything fun there. I also started my own YouTube channel. Just literally search Fonz DeFalco, and it's right there. It's, it's very simple, nothing complicated. <laughs> yeah, that's all That's all I got. Uh, all follow right. Follow the podcast, the YouTube, support the brand. Support this show, guys. Come on. The brand is strong, people.
1: Erhard, anything you got to add? Don't lose this weekend, Jets.
3: J
0: E C S. Russo. Jets, Jets, Jets. At
1: least I don't have to cry this
2: week about the Giants. All right, Thanks for fair. the bye week. Maybe you
0: can cry about the Knicks.
3: <laughs> Woo! I'm not
0: a Knicks, not, Knicks not a Knicks fan, so I'm
1: all right. Fan. Oh, you're a...
0: i am alright oh you are I like Tyler Hero. He's nice. <laughs> My he last
1: nice. note is I don't have to go into work early because the Giants aren't playing, so I'll go in on time this week. Um me! So on behalf of Kyle Earhart, Kyle Russo, Alfonso Falco, and James Montefusco, this is... Good night, everybody. See you in a few weeks. Enjoy your weekend. Happy holidays.
3: When you were young and your heart was an open book You used to say, live and let live You know you did, you know you did, you know you did But if this ever changed one. why?